you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. This week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. With Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. No commute, no leaving the office, no squeezing in an appointment during your lunch hour, and no judgments. To match with the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com zone and use code zone to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Okay. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K-Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. So stop believing the lies, honey. You know, I'm going to kick it to you straight. I'm going to just tell you like it is. Okay? You know... <laughs> Each week, I do my best, my very best, to hand over something to our listening audience and the, even the three of us, myself included, because I'm talking to the man in the mirror, yeah. okay? Um, something that we can walk away with and use uh, to advance us in just being good people in general. And I usually look to unlikely scholars, um, you know, the the underdogs of wisdom, you know, lesser known lorettes, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> for these gems. And this week, we are going to visit none other than the reality TV legend and actually archived historian, okay, wow. who actually has something in, a, in the Smithsonian Museum of African American History. You have to speak about it as if you're bougie. So uh, the next... Uh, person we're going to mention actually is archived in the National African American Museum of History uh, via the Smithsonian. And it's Wait, not other. I'm dead serious. She has a she has a oh, picture. She has a picture from the season four. Re- the person we're talking about, first of all, is Nene Leakes. None other than Lanethia Nene Leakes. Uh, and that's who the soundbite you just heard is from. Chun but Leakes. more on that in a minute. Chun Leakes, okay? It's the ghetto. <laughs> Bitch, the ghetto. Woo, the ghetto. Child, the ghetto. Shout out to that tweet I saw that said that, which was hilarious. But, um. Friend. That's really what's in there. I'm not playing with you. Look, yes, this Asante is, is showing Fran the picture the of museum. what's in the National Museum like, of African American History, referencing Nene do, Leakes. Do you see how she looks? Yeah, it's a do picture, a screen grab of her at the season four reunion. <laughs> 
Um, specifically when she was talking to Sheree, telling her about when it becomes Chateau Sheree, that's when I call it Chateau Sheree. Until then, it's Neverland. That's what that picture well, is what, from. What is the exhibit of exactly? Would you like to read what it says, Asante? Please. G- gestures of dismissal. <gasps> I don't have time for this. Words aren't always necessary to communicate that someone or something is unworthy of serious consideration. Gestures of dismissal are clear and easy to understand. They can telegraph contempt, condemnation, disapproval, and annoyance. With a picture of none other than NeNe Leakes next to it. Gestures of dismissal. That's right. So now that we have validated her cone receipts... (laughs) um, I would like to come on back to the clip, you know, and talk about what we're going to take from this. Now, Nini said, once again, let's play it just for reference so that you guys can be familiar. You need to keep that. So stop believing the lies, honey. That's what she opened with. And what I found most gratifying and most um, enriching about that was her choice of tone. It wasn't a condemning or a judgmental or condescending, you know, command. Stop believing the lies, which we get so much. We'll get bombarded with that in this fake news media, right? But this was more of a gentle with love and just a, I'm telling you, a gentle sweet warning. You know, she's been on Broadway and Cinderella. There's something very Disney-esque about her friendly tone in that (laughs) soundbite. And she said, you know, stop believing the lies, honey. And that's what we all need to do. So this, this clip... Uh, goes in the vein of us staying woke, paying attention Stay today, woke. and making sure that we are listening to and looking at all of the things worthy of us paying attention so that we can be better people and be better prepared people because the S is going to hit the F, meaning the shit is going to hit the fan very soon here. And we need to be our best selves. So thank you so much, Lanithia Monique Leaks, <laughs> for this soundbite this week Leakes. telling us to hashtag Stop believing the lies, honey. And before you all start, I know how y'all are with this yes and ma'am and honey shit. Ain't no H-U-N-N-I, okay? When you ta- when you ta- do the hashtag, it's stop believing the lies, H-O-N-E-Y, okay? Don't disrespect me with no H-U-N-N-I. Oh, my God. Okay? <laughs> if you know, you know. But with that being said, and most importantly understood... I want to take this moment, I want to take this moment in time, actually, uh, to (laughs) welcome everyone, you know, to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health. See our NeNe League sound clip. Mental wellness and mental hygiene, because who in the hell wants a musty brain? I know I don't. And with that being said, we're going to swing on over to the left audibly and say, hey, friend, how you doing? Hey, Justin. Good. That's good. What's going (laughs) on? that's good because I say, hey. That's good. I have uh-huh. a confession to make. Which mm-hmm. is what? I had a fat bitch moment on Friday, and something really terrible happened to me. What? You fell? No. What happened? I wish, actually. <laughs> so you ever heard of the ice cream shop Melt, and they make the ice yes, cream sandwiches? Yes, yes, yes. I went in there, and I got me one of them ice cream sandwiches. You got that red velvet? No, I was really niggerish, and I got like this, like the espresso one with the double chocolate cookie on the outside. Wait, what's the spot? Mel, it's an ice cream sandwich spot, and they have these like really dope ice cream sandwich cookies, and they're like freeze dried almost, like they cold as hell. Mm. So cold to the point where I could not wait, and I bit into my ice cream sandwich, and a little piece of my tooth broke out. Stop playing! What do you mean? Like a little piece of my tooth broke out. I was like, oh. My God, because you know it was so cold on my tooth. 
I'm not playing. I was like, I cannot believe this. Which piece? Like, luckily, you can barely tell. That's the only reason I'm not really mad. But I was like, I can't believe this shit happened to me. What the fuck? It's that hard. It was believe it's happening to me. Some people wait a lifetime for a chunk of. Their tea. <laughs> I just got to praise God that I did not swallow that tooth. Oh my God! But I do it. Cinnamon girls. <laughs> I have an appointment with the doctor in the month, and Heavenly? I wish I wish it was with Doctor Heavenly Kimes. I need to take my ass down to ATL. And... She'll get you smiling, right? She's the one who did Mama D. She put the tooth back in her mouth after her teeth did them somersaults at uh, <laughs> in that performance. Remember oh when she God. spit her tooth Yo. out? <laughs> yes. During a show? Yeah. She was singing I Apologize by Anita Baker, I believe, if I remember correctly. While you playing, I will get a whole new set of teeth from Heavenly. And I'll do like that girl Amalu that I was showing you how she had to like uh, stone her tooth or some oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I love that. I might, I might need well, to Mama get that. Well, Mama D's tooth had a pole vault in it. Because <laughs> that motherfucker, her tooth was like... I mean, it zoomed. Her tooth did the Zoom challenge this week. It did. That's how that tooth flew out her oh, damn mouth. I couldn't believe it. of... Because we mentioned it, you guys literally tagged us in everything. Oh my god! I've seen some hilarious ones. <laughs> hilarious. But did you see the hippie one where no. the girl was meditating? It's a little girl meditating with a black girl, and it's like, and then the song comes along, da, 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 zoom, and I guess whoever grabbed her lifted her, so she goes up. Oh, as dope. opposed to to the side, and that shit was popping. I was like, oh my god, I want to do that. That was so dope. <laughs> I hope they held her and rocked her afterwards. Seems like that would throw your equilibrium off a little bit. No, a little bit they of a headache. did it super dope. <laughs> right. um, like, and shout here, out baby. to the new Sierra Challenge. The level, level of challenge. challenge. I love it. It's really cute. You think it's going to stick? Yes, because people love it. And the reason I know is because me and Fury were out this weekend somewhere. Oh, I thought you were going to say y'all did it. No, we didn't. <laughs> but <laughs> we, they were at, at this party we were at. They played it. And when I tell you, the people in there lost their minds. And, and it did, did sound good. Oh, my God. Now, they, like, went nuts. So it's wow. caught on. People love that shit. They I love, love it. it. That dance is so cute. I like Sierra. So anytime she's doing well or on top, I like to see that. Is that the type of song I would have chosen to get from her as a fan? No. But right. I don't listen to poppy songs like that anyway, so it ain't about me. Yeah. I get that it's bigger than that, and I'm so happy that it's catching on and successful, and she danced her ass off in that video. Yes. She, she looks great in the video, and she it's definitely good. a good comeback track since everybody's feeling it. Good. So when she does, definitely like solidify, like, okay, yeah, I'm back for real. So we can, like, get some announcements on singles and albums and shit like that. That's what I can't wait for. Yeah, I'm curious what the rest of the album's going to sound like. She's getting a lot of support from other celebrities, too. Have you seen that? Yeah, the Level Up Challenge where she has her friends, like, speaking how they're going to level up. Yeah. That's dope. Her PR team, or rather, her marketing team is on it Mm -hmm. this time around. Jennifer Hudson was one of the people who commented on it, right? A song. Speaking of her. and Missy Elliott. She's in, they're doing a movie musical of Cats. It's happening. They're going to do like a Cats movie, the Broadway musical. They're going to do a movie like how they've done Chicago <laughs> and Dreamgirls and all that. They're doing Cats, dead ass. Taylor Swift is in it. Jennifer oh Hudson. God. And I can't remember what? who else. And apparently there's, if you know the Cats um, theater play, mm-hmm. there's a big number. I can't remember the name of the song, but Jennifer Hudson's character is the one who does the big number in the um, production. So it's going to be a big deal. Now, I just want to say 
They missed the mark because I've told y'all several times on this show that there's one person who looks like they need to be in Cats, and it's Ed Sheeran. I do. And he can sing. And he can sing. And the minute you said Cats, I was like, I remember this. Do you remember that? Because Ed Sheeran can sing, and he literally looks like Cats. Dustin is so random. Then, okay, so Do you remember that? You remember that? He looks. Don't he look like he should be in Cats? Think about how the costumes look on Cats. I remember he would not stop And that makeup, he looked like he needs to be in Cats. You know who else could do it? Shekinah. Shekinah Joe. What? She could do cats. She looked like she could. Juicy and Minnie. Stop. Right. Juicy. Juicy. <laughs> Minnie. Juicy. They could be kittens. <laughs> bon appetit. <laughs> they could be oh, sipping God, some milk. And yeah, bon I just want to say, I want Ed Sheeran to be in this, and I would love a <laughs> consulting fee. Thank you. <laughs> and before we move on, <laughs> I don't know how you possibly move on from that conversation. I mean, with, you know, hey, in truth. <laughs> <laughs> so don't forget that the friend zone will be celebrating its three-year anniversary on saturday august 18th please make sure you grab your tickets at thefriendzonelive.com grab your ticket and in more exciting news we will also be releasing the rest of our fall tour stops that's right did y'all hear that did y'all that's hear what right. she said now this friday at thefriendzonelive.com so just so you guys know we have toronto on september 22nd charlotte october 5th seattle october 13th and dc december 13th boom Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. at thefriendzonelive.com. Don't wait to get your tickets. VIP always sells out really fast. So log on and get on. That's right. Once again, that's New York City, August 18th. Toronto, September 22nd. Turn the six upside down. It's a nine now. (laughs) October 5th, Charlotte, North Carolina. October 13th, Seattle, Washington. Make it rain like Seattle, like Mary Mary said. Seattle, y'all told us y'all were going to turn out. Okay. And December 13th, baby. We're going to hit them go-go bongos in D.C. (laughs) I cannot wait. (laughs) TheFriendZoneLive.com this Friday. Make sure and grab your ticket. Check us out. You never know who's going to be at the show. Yes. Wait till y'all see this New York performance. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be so good. It's going to be lit. Okay? (laughs) I cannot, like, a lit. Uh, Let me be quiet. (laughs) Let me be quiet. I love this musical element. It's definitely going to be a movie. It's such a good touch. But anyways, are y'all ready to jump into this week's show? That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. (laughs) (laughs) That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. (sighs) Why was his voice so high when he said? Cause that's some black shit. That ain't no problem. It's <laughs> just like when Jennifer Lewis got up. Uh, oh shit! You ain't said nothing but a word. It's no just that's, that's 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 black shit. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. <laughs> Do we want to go to the next segment? <laughs> that ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Shit. Hell yeah. We followed up with that usually. Usually, that's uh, the cadence. So on last week's episode titled "Kids yes. Be Tripping," we shared <laughs> stories of our childhood when we were traveling. Asante shared stories of uh, going from Atlanta to Mississippi. Dustin shared stories from Detroit to Arkansas. And I shared stories of Harlem to the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. Oh, and you know what? We have a huge Haitian following because the fact that I said my grandpa was Haitian all my cousins from the internet were like, did I hear correctly? Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, so, yes, I, you heard correctly. My grandfather is Haitian, or was Haitian, rest in peace. Um, my father is partially Haitian, so that makes me Haitian as well. Yes, you heard hey. correctly. Y'all are my fam. 
um, and Dominican and Puerto Rican. That's my mix, in case you're wondering. But so that Fine. was our. <laughs> I'm basically the Caribbean. Is Haiti, is that where they be like Sac Passe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sac yep. Passe. Shout out to all my Haitian niggas. Shout out to Mona Sky Young. Okay. Sky. Is, is Rock City Haitian? The Do you know Rock City? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like they used to always yell out Sac Passe, but I might Remember be wrong. when everyone thought the future was Haitian? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, future I'm Dirty not Sprite, Haitian. legendary. <laughs> <laughs> But um, <laughs> so as always, you guys had a ton of things to add and say. Who stood out to you, Asante? I have a couple of people I want to shout out um, in the emails. Don't forget to email us all of your comments, thoughts, questions, and bullshit to the friend zone loud. Uh, the friend zone. The friend zone loud. <laughs> I was about to say the friend zone live dot com. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Why are you playing? <laughs> we, we'll come back to that. Um, the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. I want to shout out Deja. Hi, my name is Deja. It's okay to say my name. I don't think anyone is looking for me. I'm from Cleveland, and my grandma is part of my grandma's part of family is from Little Rock, Arkansas. When I tell you the first time I went down there to see how much land my great aunts had, the 16 hour drive was insane. But being welcome to actual crickets that aren't scared to sneak in your home and wake you up out of your sleep. I literally woke up to a cricket sitting on my chest, and I don't know what time in the morning, <laughs> woke up kicking and screaming. <laughs> it was fun as hell. <laughs> no, that's funny as hell, though, because, you know, if, if you ain't used but to, like... aren't scary. But, you know, if you ain't used to certain things, like critters or whatever... Right. You that's wake like up the and Wendy Williams lizards, on your chest. The little lizards that you see right. like when you go to Jamaica or DR. Hell, I remember every I still see raccoons sometimes. I'm like, what the fuck is you no, doing? Raccoons is a whole different thing. <laughs> they be on twenty fifth street. Yo, bro, you be seeing them, <laughs> right? Yo. One night I was walking, you know on one tenth where the park ends, I was walking and these raccoons hopped out of the garbage and I lost oh it. I lost it. And then this white lady was like, don't run because they'll chase you. Oh I was God. like, bitch, you don't run. <laughs> <laughs> talking about don't run. All right, are you out your goddamn There's mind? three raccoons. <laughs> almost fell over. <laughs> they gonna, either they're going to be coats or... Because somebody got to die Flat Shit, out yo The way they hopped out They're like fucking Menace to society yo Yeah they look like thugs <laughs> With eye patches Yeah someone Raccoons ca- Someone said they were The crackheads of the animal they kingdom They deserve <laughs> fur that That's why Raccoons deserve fur coats I don't I don't bother nobody About no raccoon fur coat They deserve fur coats And they make beautiful ones as well If you don't Did know Did you see the video don't. Of the one that hopped In the boat with the girl Yeah trying to rob her it. Did you see oh that Literally like her. Push up like What's up bitch Human or not I'm, I'm on What's in the bag Where the bag at Nigga where the bag at <laughs> I couldn't believe that. Y'all got me crazy. And Peter run around here like that. <laughs> no. A girl was like, was it like a canoe? Yeah, she was on like a oh, canoe thing. No. He jumped all her canoes to steal her purse. That girl was scared Not for her life. Food, and it wasn't like purse. a full run either. Like he like like pushed up like, what's up? And stopped. <laughs> and then she like tr- started trying to scoot away and like poke at him with the oar. And then he like pulled up one more time, like closer, like bitch. He moved the oar. He's yeah, like, move the oar with his little hand. Is it a hand or a paw? I feel like it's it a was hand. a hand. He moved it with his hand, moved it out to his grown man hand. Yes, like, and got up, up on the thing, man. It was like bit, like and, 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 and it swam away pissed. Yeah, because he couldn't get the bag. 
Why, what's he gonna do to <laughs> I mean to keep talking. Somebody so might have held some purses. If, somebody been like, uh, you bring me these back, and you get more of these, and train that nigga or something. I True. don't know. Like right? the little kids uh, trying to get us for the basketball team that don't exist on the train. You get they got trained raccoons on the shit. <laughs> well, Deja also says, oh, uh, what a time. It was fun as hell looking back on it now, but I've never been so taken aback as to how brave their bugs are. And I also wanted to give a quick shout out to Carmen because this email is titled That That Time I Tried Shitterlings by Accident. <laughs> hey y'all, it's Carmen again. This week Dustin took me down with his description of chitlins. It made me shudder because it reminded me of my first and last time trying chitlins, and I even mean and I ain't even mean to. Since a child, I've always been open to trying new foods just to see if I like it. But chitlins was never on the agenda. Yes. I made a vow. One year when I was about 13, I spent Thanksgiving at my dad's house with his wife, my stepmom's family. They're half white and from the south. I don't know how they thought putting chitlins and gravy in two identical crock pots next to each other was a wise idea. But damn it, they did it. And my dumb ass, not paying attention, put that shit all over my stuffing. <laughs> I don't know what color chitlins are supposed to be, but it looked like gravy. Yep. I was in for a rude awakening. <laughs> I threw up immediately after putting the fork in my mouth and begged my mama to come pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> That was the year I found out my mama's that house. It feels like a scene out of Cooklin. <laughs> that was the year I found out my mama's house was the only place for me to eat on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but the scene where you said the little kids in your grandma's house or your family's house run with their noses oh, pinched. Yeah. Like, yes, that yeah. visual had me dead. I yeah. literally was laughing last week to myself on the train. Oh, my God. <laughs> they did. Shout out to Jalen and Giovanni. They used to run around with plugging their nose up. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, friend? What'd you find? I actually jumped into the Twitter street. Hey, Ooh. in the street. Yeah. Right? Um, I'm not going to say your name just in case because I don't know. The story's a little personal. So I'm going to just <laughs> call you name. Nikki MF. Um, Nikki MF said My mom told me and my husband a few years ago That my grandfather ran off When he turned 18 And met a woman a few towns away in PR They fell in love She got pregnant And were looking to get married So when he brought her home His mother almost died Because she was her daughter From a previous relationship That she had to leave behind With her father's family for some reason so now they had a child together that my great-grandparents raised as their own. They didn't want my grandfather's reputation to be ruined, so they raised the baby as his younger brother. My mother knew him as her uncle, when in reality, it was her brother. How oh, fucked up is that? Oh, my God. Whoa. And this ties into us sharing stories about uh, siblings that don't know their siblings or cousins that meeting for the first time and whether lines get blurred but that right there whoa how how the baby turn out so what'd you find in the twitter streets did she ain't say how the baby turned out no you know what this makes me think and friend oh you think the baby turned out i can't do that you know i'm already labeled ableist so (laughs) i can't believe i think you the person i need to fight me? I've been watching fucking Handmaid's Tale, friend. <laughs> I told you. That shit is fucked. I said to you that it makes <laughs> me physically sick. And I Yo. try to stop watching it, but then I just keep on. I don't, I'm like a masochist. I literally the other night was like, why so am I doing this to myself? 
Like, why? Why am I volunteering to watch you this? You can ask Maya, because she loves it. And I'm always like, this is the last episode I'm going to watch. And she's always like, I understand. And then the next week comes, she's like, did you watch? I'm like, I did. Because you should have known that the, literally the first episode. When the <laughs> shit went down in the first episode. The, <laughs> Dustin, you, you the never watched? No, because I heard it was about, like, new slavery or some shit. And I was like, I can't watch no shit like that. I'd be mad as hell. Like, I didn't want to watch it and get upset. It's a lot. It's a lot. Isn't it about, like, new slavery? I mean, it's... Yeah, in a way. <laughs> yeah, pretty I mean... It's basically a, a like... Women lose their rights, and they are used as cattle the for their fertilization. Like, and, radical Christians take over the government and decide to... Imagine, like, if Pence becomes government... Government, you hear me? If he becomes president, how the way that they're trying to take away all the women's rights and decide things for them, like, when they have babies, they can't have... Um, they can have uh, birth control, abortions, like men, Christian white men deciding the fate of women. That's Damn, so it's real fucked is. up and boring. But it's also but, and, reality, which is what real. I think makes it uncomfortable. Watching, watching them build religion and all that. Who I was wrote like, this? The show? Yeah. I forget her name, yeah, but it, it is based on books. Mm-hmm. We need to look into that because why are they pushing this? Why is this out here? Now, shout out to Baby Girl from... Um, oh, shout out to Pusey. Ain't Pusey in this? She is in it. And, and Moira. <laughs> shout out to Moira. You know, I don't want to ruin it, but shout out to Moira. Moira. Because that's what it is. or Because uh, it's not Myra. That's why I was fucking me up a little bit. I was like, it's not Myra. <laughs> Last show's a lot. It anyway, yes. <laughs> what'd you find in the Twitter street? <laughs> I pulled The Handmaid's Tale, even though I know it's T-A-L-E. So <laughs> Anyway, um, okay, so any streets, I want to give the first Twitter shout-out, let me go right up here, to the one and only Cash Doll. Cash Doll. Who tweeted that she loves the friend zone. Oh, that was so Yeah, you know, it really did warm my heart and my balls. So I just want to really say thank you, for real. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to uh, Tyrese, and the S is a dollar sign and the E is a three, whose Twitter handle is TYE1029, who tweeted, Eminem looks just like how Mariah Carey portrayed him in the Obsessed video nowadays, and I'm (laughs) screaming. And accompanied the tweet with side-by-side photos of Eminem (laughs) currently, okay, and a photo of Mariah Carey (laughs) portraying Eminem in the Obsessed video, hoodie on and all, beard and all. He literally looks just like that. That was hilarious. Some things don't change. I also want to give a shout out to <laughs> at Miss Sharice. I believe that's how you say it. At M-I-S-S-S-H-A-R-E-C-E-E. Who tweeted, Dustin, did you know that Vesta Williams' song, Congratulations, was about Bruce Willis when he married Demi Moore? To which what? I surprised. I replied. I surprised. <laughs> I replied. What? In all caps. No. She said her auntie was friends with Vesta, and she told her right before she died. So wow. That's, that's an exclusive. That's a friend zone exclusive for y'all. <laughs> wow. Vesta, and Vesta and Bruce Willis. Which think about the eighties. It makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Vesta was like young and pretty, and she was you know a, a popular singer. Driving around in Corvettes in her videos and stuff. She was like that girl. You know, R&B and Bruce Willis was, you know, Bruce Willis. And Demi. They was both like the shit. Yeah. Dang. All right, Bruce. Well, they was all the shit. So, of course, Demi won, but like the good Lauren Hill said back when she used to be on time, you might win some, (laughs) but you lost one because we all know what happened next for Demi. Oh, gosh. So. Ooh. 
So anyway, so I also want to give. <laughs> it's gonna be one of them episodes. I see. It? I also want to give a couple more shout outs. Keep shouting them out. I really want to give a couple more shout outs to at Mary's joint, Marcus, uh, who tweeted a link from the boombox.com, which says 12 dramatic Mary J. Blige videos that gives us the feels. And it's just a really cool, you know, ode to Mary J. Blige's videos, which have always been very cinematic and very much theater. Um, and then I want to give my final shout out to the Huffington Post, um, which they go by Huff Posts on Twitter, which I always Huff feel. Post? Sounds like something that like you give to like athletes, like like sports teams and shit, like some kind of Gatorade spinoff, like Huff Post, you know, post game. I don't know. It just always felt like that. They need to work on that. Um, but shout out to them. They tweeted, "Say it isn't so." The Brady Bunch house may be torn down. It's for sale. So the actual Aww. house that they showed on the show, the house, the exterior of, mm-hmm. as the Brady Bunch people's house, is for sale now, and it's on up for. It's it's also up for demolition. It may end up getting torn oh, down. Oh damn! Yeah. Wow, I didn't, for some reason, I didn't think it was a real house. Yeah. I thought it was like a set. You know, the Family Matters house was real in the front door, what they showed from the street view. That's a real house, and it just got torn down in Chicago. I was so pissed off. (laughs) And as a matter of fact, I'm just pissed off again. That's it. Let's go. Let's go on. Let's go on. Let's go on. Side note back to what you were saying about HuffPost. There's a commercial on Hulu that comes on. And it's for a quick check, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. It seems and it looks like a check cash in place, but mm-hmm. it's a convenience a store or something like place. that. So it fucks me up because it's like quick check, whatever the fuck it's talking about. And they're selling like <laughs> snacks and they're having fun on the beach. But it's called quick check. And I think it's like should be a, a check cashing spot. So it throws I'm me dead. off every time I see the commercial. <laughs> Imagine the check quick cashing check. spot on Hulu. It's supposed to be a check. Quick check sounds like a check cashing spot. Modern, it don't sound a like modernized check cashing. It don't sound like quick trip. Or, or another a clinic, gas. A clinic. Right, right. I mean, it just don't sound like a That's place I want to go like to. Rapid testing. <laughs> See? <laughs> uh, things that other than a convenience store. It just don't sound like like I'ma stop at the quick check and grab a sprite. Like that don't sound right to me. Sorry, quick check. Yeah, ready for this week's episode. Oh yeah. So this was supposed to happen back in July. Back in July, we are in July, excuse me, earlier in July when it started, but we got caught up with Essence Fest, and then when we came back, we were excited to share all about it. So we pushed it to now, but better late than never. So we wanted to do a check-in. What happened? Better late than ever. I'm going to pause you right there, friend, because better late than never. I forgot. Today is my mama's birthday, and I just had to say that. By the time you guys will be hearing this, my mother will be a day old, and I will be in Chicago having the time of my life with her. Sweet. So that's her, her. Happy yes. birthday. Safe travels and happy birthday. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm sorry. Continue, friend. So we are officially in the second half of the year. Can you believe that? No. What I happened? cannot believe that I next cannot. week. Is it next week or this week? will be August 1st. This week. Next week. Next week. Is it? Next, yeah. Yeah, next week. I don't know what day it is. Yeah. So next week will already be August 1st, which is bonkers. So we thought we would do an audit. You guys know I love audits. We've had fun the past couple weeks with our trip stories and uh, Essence Fest stories and our wild card episodes. (laughs) But now it's time to flip the energy a little bit, do a little bit of energy work, and have a conversation that's a little more introspective. So, you know, when it's the top of the year for New Year's, 
your resolutions, you usually have intentions set for what you want the new year to look. All of us had a ton of goals for 2018. <laughs> so now it's mid-year. Let's do a checkpoint. This is a, an emotional checkpoint. So let's start with your fitness goals because that is usually <laughs> at the turn of the year. It's actually kind of interesting how the gym was so packed the first three months and now it's just all those resolution people have just like fallen off. Let's talk about fitness. Have you met the fitness goals that you set out for yourself for this year? And this is going out to the listeners as well, not just us. E2 Mama. 10 BN. <laughs> Dustin, let's start with you. Have you set out, have you followed through with the goals that you set for yourself? Um, well, to be honest with you, I didn't really start off the year with a fitness goal in mind. Mm -hmm. I had an idea of what I wanted to do, but I didn't become active in the gym until right around Martin Luther King weekend. So that's like two weeks in. So mm -hmm. I was late. I'm a late bloomer. Um, but yeah, I started working out then and I've just stuck with it and things could be a lot better, but they're a lot better than they were. And sometimes you just need to do a reboot, you know, for your confidence and for just things that you want. And in order for you to be competitive and good in whatever your lane is, sometimes health and fitness and physical fitness becomes a part of that. And so you just have to assume the responsibility. But I also want to say that that's not something you can tell anybody to do. All that motivational speaking about fitness and, you know, you need to work out. and I motivate you. That shit don't mean shit. Right, People hear that, that and go to, to the drive-thru. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, don't nobody care. You just have to want to make a change and see a change in your appearance. And as soon as you want that, you'll commit to being consistent. So I'm not where I want to be, but I've definitely um, made some progress and it's starting to become visible and I'm grateful for that. And it just motivates. Now that motivates me, <laughs> you know, that motivates me to like want to work harder. And then too, you know, I don't want to look like no nigga that can't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? When it's time to, sometimes like the other day, Noah's birthday party, you know what I'm saying? I had to sneak and go real quick. And so I went, but at least I was able to go help Tristan and Jade carry the shit into the, you know, I had like four bags of ice and a box of some beer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be him. I don't want to not be able to do things and I want to be in good physical form because I believe that on some real shit, black people just need to be physically strong now. And so that was important too. And so that's how I feel about fitness right now. Plus, I hate cardio, but I love having sex. And so I've decided to incorporate <laughs> that into my workout regimen. So that helps too. Okay. So what's your fitness regimen? If you at least what you're willing to share. Like take my ass to the gym. Yeah, what does I, it look them, like? What's a gym what's a gym session for man, Dustin? First of all, I spend a little time outside the gym before I go in. Um, and so then, you know, once I go in, I have my headphones on and the music is thumping and by that point and sounding great, motivating me. Music is key mm -hmm. for music me at least, at oh, least rather. Um, I usually prefer like rap or I'll do some sort of like podcast. Sometimes I'm in the mood for that. But other than that, I prefer like high energy, like Meek Mill, Waka Flocka. Queen Latifah, you know what I'm saying? Some real thuggish. <laughs> what? Yeah, so. Who you calling a bitch? That's what I like. So 
Um, I get my hair right with my music. I take my supplements, change my clothes, and I go. And one of the great things that I actually enjoy is that you become familiar and friendly with the other people who you see at the gym. Yeah. And then you become to that get. That is cute. Yeah, you, you start getting like a bit of a cosign from the other like people who work out consistently and who maybe are further along in their progress than you. They start complimenting you on your form or like. You know, they see, like, changes in that. Like, so, you know, once I started slapping high fives with the in crowd at the gym, <laughs> I was like, okay, this ain't with too the bad. Buff yeah, it ain't too the bad, you know. <laughs> Got to get a buff neck. And then, like, you see people you know. It's The gym is fun. The gym is shady. The gym is, it's all kind of things. And if you find a, a person, like, I don't prefer a workout partner. But I do enjoy working out from time to time with, like, people I'm friends with because mm. we get to talk shit and crack jokes. So it's just working out has become fun for me, and I'm grateful for that part of the progress. Yeah, and you look great. I've noticed Thank the you, difference. Friend. Remember Thank the you, day friend. he was, uh, I don't know what you had on, but your muscles were literally trying to break free from Thank the shirt. <laughs> and I was like... Dustin, that was that day I had on that long sleeved um, Kooji turtleneck. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. But I do want I one. Really Shout out to Kooji. Like, okay. <laughs> if anybody got a Kooji connect, I would love to be connected. <laughs> That'd be cute. I love Kooji. A Kooji throwback. Asante, let's talk fitness. <laughs> Kooji, not Kooji. Before y'all get started. <laughs> <laughs> Was fitness on your agenda for this year, for 2018? Fitness is literally never on my agenda. No? No, I'm just playing. I mean, I mean, for the most part, it's never on my agenda. But I do think that I need to stay active. So I always tell myself I need to, like, just be fit enough to get really high or be physical. <laughs> like, for real. When you're, like, unfit or, like, not so fit, like, getting high is, like, not as fun. Really? But, like, when you're, yeah, because, you know, it's, like, in your system. So, you know, if your system's healthier, then that shit is, like, hitting you, like, higher. It's, like, a, you, it's like a better euphoric sense and shit. It's dope. So, like, mm -hmm. that's the one thing that I do like about being high in the gym. I can get that, like, euphoric sense. But I just, I don't know. I just, I'm bored with going into the gym because I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, if I had, like, the money to have, like, a trainer or something like that, I would do it. But I really like getting up and, like, going to the park and jumping rope every now and then or running the trail, walking the trail, playing Pokemon Go all in the neighborhood, like, little shit like that. But fitness hasn't been, like, a serious, like, I need to change my life thing this year. Right. Even, even though it's something that I need to work on. Like, I've been mostly focused on trying to, like, take inventory of all the things I need to be grateful for and then trying to put that into, like, my mental health checkbook and stuff like that. I will say with Pokemon Go, when I first... Remember when it first came out and everybody was... You would literally walk down the street and... People were bumping into each other. You could see people playing it all day. I like day. that about it. But I thought it was cute because of the social aspect and... People were, were walking through Harlem that I was like, you don't live here. <laughs> You're looking for a Pokemon. <laughs> and they probably were. But I did love the aspect of uh, it made people walk. Yep, you got to get your ass out. You literally have yeah, to walk you around. you have to walk. Outside of walking around to catch Pokemon, like, you hatch eggs when you're walking, too. So, like, you're... Mo <laughs> you hatching Pokemon eggs. So, the oh. more you... The more I eggs thought you, you had picked up some from all that walking outside. <laughs> you hatch eggs, imagine. No, nah, so, you know, because you're walking around and, like, you're hitting all these stops, like, you're getting points or whatever the fuck you're getting just Incentive. Hell, yeah. And so, I think that was my favorite part is that people were outside like people that would normally be recluse like a recluse or hermits or just you know finish work and they're tired just go inside 
Everybody was outside. I did see a bunch of people with slumped shoulders walking around. So <laughs> you're right about that, friend. All them people, they was out walking around. <laughs> and not for nothing, I think that's a, a good sense of people shouldn't say that only lazy people play video games. Because I know for Pokemon, like, it's a very specific thing. But think about all those people that grew up watching that cartoon and were connected enough or tied enough to it to think, oh, I'm going to get out of my house and do something with this stupid-ass app. Because right. you could just look at that shit and be like, I am not about to do this. Like, I thought it was the- cute. And honestly, when I say fitness, to me, it's it actually has nothing to do with the gym. Like, the gym, <gasps> it does. Well, what the hell am I supposed to say? <laughs> it includes the gym. But I mean, fitness in the sense of just movement. You know, right. like, just oh. getting out there whether and just giving your oh, body yeah. 30 minutes of movement. Right. And that could be whatever that means to you. That's why, like, even Pokemon Go, not everyone likes the gym. And I can understand that because the gym is, is like, monotonous. You know, it's like... It really is a horrible experience when oh you really God. think like, about it. Oh, my God. Like, you feel like a hamster. Especially for me, I don't, like routine too much like i like it and i don't i like routine in the sense of like i like that i have a gym to go to you know what i mean i have Mm -hmm. my treadmill that likes the same one i always use so i have routine in little ways but i don't like to go to the gym and just like do the same circuit monday through friday you know four weeks out of the month like that to me will kill me so what you're saying is you like it like that You like it, but you got soul. You got soul. I've always loved that part of that the song. Is a, so shout out to Cardi B for going and representing. But I'm, you got to switch it up. I like the fact that, so for me, like, I, I just like being happy. So I think one day fitness will factor into, like, my happiness. Because I do look at the gym and I think, like, I want to be able to master this one day. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be able to just walk in here and kick ass. <laughs> like, just be able to walk up and do any machine I want to do or even go over to, like, the lifting racks and be able to, like, all right, nigga, I'm here. Like, it's my turn. But, but for you can ask someone, though. That's usually what I do. Like, and I know that's intimidating because, truth be told, not everyone even knows what they're doing all the times in the gym. But for the most part, if there's a machine that I really want to, like, fit into a circuit, I'll ask one of the trainers, can right. you show me proper form? And not even so much that. Just more along the lines of, like, one day I do want to be able to say I can go into a gym and do any of this. and like You want to know your way around the gym. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, like, right now I'm just, I just don't. Like, I walk into the gym and I just be like, not this arena. Like, if I had, maybe if I had different resources, like, I would, like, just do a kickboxing class once a week or something or do dance classes. Like, I could be doing more of that shit to really factor into, like, having fun. Right. But I don't, like, literally sit down. I don't sit down and map out, like, oh, you know what? I should do a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and I, I will be set. Because I think that would really make a big difference. So, like, it would probably just be like, well, you did this part of cardio, and you did, like, when they do those little fake meetups on those uh, reality shows where they're like, yeah, I'm going to do yoga with my girls today. <laughs> like, you see they're always doing something different because, you know, it keeps it interesting. Mm-hmm. So I think that if a lot of people did look at the fact that there are these different options to do, maybe it would make it easier and less intimidating if you just know to find whatever you're good at or want to do. Right. You should look into, have you ever heard of Class Pass? Yes. No? I mean, I think Class Pass. No, it's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It it was more of like a a dating story tied to that, but we'll talk about that after. Oh, share. No, we'll talk about that after. Okay. It's like Groupon (laughs) for fitness classes, right? Yeah, Yeah. you can, like, it's basically a directory, and it tells you different locations and the different things they have to offer. And, you know, for a certain payment, like a Groupon, you get to try different gyms and different classes test it out see if you like it it's nice i think for someone like asante who needs 
change of scenery and kind of like active, you know, as opposed to like just being on the on the treadmill like a little hamster like the rest of us. So I get that. Not everyone likes being in the gym. I actually prefer being in nature. I like my walks. Those are cool too. Yeah, I you know what I do? I put on the Nike um running app. I turn it on on my phone. Um as soon as I leave my apartment and start walking, I just press it and then I just go walking and listen to my music. Keep walking and it's good because it has the lady that'll tell you, you know, you just completed one mile. Mm. And I just keep walking. The other day I walked like seven miles. Damn. Yeah, from my house, I walked. Walking like you talking. (laughs) From my house, I walked, uh, what is that, towards like the B train. And then I walked all the way down to like 96th Street. Oh, shit. Then from 96th Street, I walked back over to my avenue. And then from my avenue, I walked back all the way up to where I live. Mm. So it was like a seven-mile walk. And it was really nice because it's summertime. Everybody's out. Hug you know, walk. wearing comfortable sneakers. And you had on cute, comfortable sneakers, I'm of sure. Course. What kind did you have on, friend? Um, those new what do they call Nike Zooms? Oh yeah. Zooms. <laughs> zoom, zoom, <laughs> so hard zooms. to say zoom without hearing the damn zoom. And what challenge. color are yours, friend? They're like a white, red, and turquoise, I think. Oh. They're super cute. And so what did you have them on with? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, it was a walk. Mm-hmm. I just had a Nike, like the Nike the workout pants. With like a sports bra? No, the damn, imagine me outside <laughs> like that. That would have been one <laughs> hell of a walk. <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't do that. Yeah, on sweats. Yeah, you know the Nike pants. Cute. Like, Tech, like techie Nike. sweats. Right, right, yeah. right. With just cute. a matching shirt and then my kicks and that's it. See, so she was cute. That's no, what happened. No, super low-key. <laughs> But you just got to, you know, switch it up. For me, fitness this year was a bit of a... It was hard because, remember, I fell off. Last year, I fell off completely with my fitness. I went from being, like, a gym rat, super fit, to having injuries and not being able to bounce back because I went a little bit too hard the year Mm. before. Um, So last year, I was trying to nurse the injuries and get them back and then... In doing that, I fell off completely from the gym. This year was getting back on, which is so hard after you've stopped for a year. Um, The good thing is my body was happy to jump back on. But then I had to learn how to work out with injuries. And that shit sucks because you get your rhythm and you're like, oh, I could do this again. You're going, going. And then your knee is like, nope, you can't run. And, you know, then I had to figure out different forms of cardio while rehabbing my knee. Now I'm at a point where I can start running again. So now I'm doing three miles. I've lost a shit ton of weight. And I feel like I'm getting back to my old body and my old size. And kind of feeling, yeah, feeling comfortable. But I want to do it in a way that's sustainable. You know, like with my injuries, it's my right knee and my right shoulder. Um, Working through that in a healthy way where it doesn't exacerbate anything. And also meeting my goals. I want to lose like like 10 more pounds. Uh, and But weight isn't even really the focus. I don't like really weigh myself. Like I'm not sitting there like, you know, nine more pounds to go. It's really I look in the mirror <laughs> and I'm like, do I like how I look? Right. You know, do I like how, I, how I'm fitting my clothing? And I base it on being naked in the mirror. Being naked. That's the best way to judge it. Like, do I like how I look? Am I happy with what I see? Bare naked lady. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. I feel like I feel good. I can see my body kind of going back to its old 
shape and old size. And um, right now what I'm doing is I'm doing intermittent fasting. Have y'all heard of that? And like fasted cardio. Yeah. So I don't eat anything. I don't eat until 11 a.m. And then I don't eat anything past 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. So from 7 p.m. to the 11 a.m., that's considered your body's fasting. But 11 to 7 is game time all day, right? <laughs> right. No, well, not all I'm day. Just swearing, I'm swearing. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'll eat what I have to. Um, but the fast, intermittent fasting for me has worked really well. I've never really loved breakfast to begin with. It was always something that I would eat because I knew that I had to. But it right. wasn't something I was like, breakfast. Um, waking up in the morning super hyped so it's actually perfect for me and I wasn't someone that liked to eat late anyway so intermittent fasting is definitely not for everybody but it is something worth looking into not if you want to lose weight it's not a thing for like oh let me figure out how to lose weight but it's a thing for if you just want to figure out how to schedule in um, a healthier eating pattern because I'm sort of like all over the place which most creatives are we just kind of eat Whenever we realize that we haven't eaten. (laughs) Somebody was telling me that I need to look at my relationship with food and like really examine that. Of course. And that'll kind of tell me like what's going on. Absolutely. Because, you know, eating habits, like I'm not a breakfast person either. Like I like breakfast and I love breakfast food. But if I need to be up early, I don't think to myself like, or I think to myself, oh, I need to eat breakfast because people tell me, but not necessarily because, oh, I just love making me some breakfast today. Yeah. I'd be so hungry. I'd be so hungry right now. I would be so hungry in the mornings. Like, I have to have breakfast. You, you I am a up. breakfast person. I know people like really? that. My, when I get hungry in the mornings, especially, my hunger pains be, like, in my shoulders. Like, my shoulders <laughs> are aching. So I have to eat. You're like my mom. Breakfast calms me down. I have to have an orange juice in the morning. Like really? That's, yes. I think your, about it when we travel. I get breakfast. What's your breakfast? What do you eat for breakfast? Um, proclivities <laughs> and <laughs> orange juice usually. And then I'll have, for a while, um, I was getting French toast every day with scrambled eggs and sausage from across the street. And I would have them like mix like a few vegetables in my eggs when I felt like being healthy or whatever. But I still would get cheese, so it really didn't matter for real, for real. Plus, I would slather the French toast in butter and syrup. Anyway. Oh my god, the best! So just That's get the best. Fucking <laughs> soaked, you know, from crust to crust. But anyway, so now I usually get um, sandwiches. They make these really good breakfast sandwiches. Um, toast. I get wheat, you know, to be an adult instead of white bread. Like I really be wanting to get, but I get wheat bread. With sausage, scrambled eggs, and cheese, and a lot of grape jelly. Mm, what about yeah. you? What's your breakfast? I love all sorts. I love all breakfast. Breakfast is so, I, I, breakfast I is so good. I can. I can have. Not a I love. Person. I love breakfast food. Like I, you can have. I can have breakfast for dinner. Mm-mm. You can take me out. Yeah. Like I, I like waffles yeah. and French toast. I was about to say pancakes. I'm a hood rat. So you see, like in the south, there's like Waffle House. There's a bunch of those diners that have like good ass breakfast and even like badass breakfast. But like a bunch of places, and you get breakfast from them. Like I just love breakfast food. Pancakes would probably be the lowest of the totem pole for me. I'm just being completely honest. I love. Oh no! I love. No, 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 I love. No. I love some good ass <laughs> waffles. If you know how to make waffles, and not a Belgian waffle, Belgian waffles cool. But if you know how to make some good ass waffles, not no oh my waffles. god, not no ego waffles. I'm talking it about like, like string potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> not uh, an ego. No, I have. I like pancakes. I do like pancakes. I told somebody. Ooh. 
Mm. I have a secret ingredient when I make my pancakes, and I told it to somebody, and I wish I would not have, <laughs> but I did. I, know, I love homemade pancakes. I know, mm. I know, black people that make some very great pancakes, and I will say, Kia makes a mean pancake. A mean I have not pancake. had it in some years, and that's why I'm saying I can vouch. Kia makes bomb ass pancakes, and shout out to Anton, my best friend. She makes good ass pancakes it. too. Like <laughs> I can remember. The best pancakes I've ever had, because I don't even really care for pancakes. So if I could say you made a good-ass pancake, that means I know. Oh, I love pancakes. Mm-hmm, my yeah, grandmother people. used to make them in the shape of a teddy bear for me when I was oh little. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I love pancakes. Don't nobody <laughs> better not say nothing. You know, I don't know pancakes. Oh, pancakes so get cute. your ass whooped over here. I love <laughs> pancakes. I love pancakes. Pancakes mm-hmm. are good, but give, no, me a, I'm good. give me a good waffle. Even some... Fr- if you make some good French toast, too, because, you know, people... <laughs> You can you can make some good, cool, like cute, easy French toast. Good French toast. But to have like hood French toast. Uh, right. You can make hood some, some good toast. hood French toast. I just, I like it light in the morning. Like I need like something fruits. light. Yeah, like I can't I don't even really like anything cooked. I used to eat a lot of omelets, but I don't I love omelets. Or like I would I used to do the um like a spinach scramble mm-hmm. with mushrooms and peppers oh, and cute. you know what I mean back in the day. But Southwest. <laughs> Ooh. That used to be my go to for a while, but now I just can't like just give me a couple oranges or a couple mangoes just chopped up. If I'm like feeling a little hungry or like if I just came back from the gym, I'll probably do um a green smoothie so i'll just throw in spinach with half a banana some like chia seeds flax seeds um and a, like a a little bit of mango not too much fruit because i don't like to mix too much i like to the focus to be the greens but yeah that's what i'll do or i'll throw in like kiwi <laughs> you should see your face i'm sorry i'm still thinking about breakfast i'm like yeah, i'm thinking about grits like Ooh. Never mind. I'm sorry, friend. I'm a breakfast Move person. That sounds so delicious and, and fresh. I just love breakfast food. I don't. I, mean, I don't like meat. getting up early. Mm-hmm. But if you wake me up early and it's some good ass food, then... don't get me started on oatmeal and toast. Don't get me started <laughs> on no hot breakfast cereal, cream of wheat stirred I, ham. Oh with my your god! With oh, no lumps. Don't even cream of wheat. What? <laughs> See, I thought I was gonna say cream. We don't hear and get judged. Oh no 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 no. We used to make fun of everyone that eat cream of wheat. Well, I don't know what they put in there because. Baby, I make mine the black way, so y'all already know what's going in it. What, salt and butter? A little bit of salt, lots of salted butter, lots of sugar, okay? You stir (laughs) that up, maybe a hint of cinnamon, you know, in the winter months, and you stir that up. Niggas love cinnamon in a breakfast. In a a breakfast, something. No, no, no. (laughs) With some toast? Oh, my God. Some ground nutmeg. Don't stir in a little vanilla flavor. Not that vanilla extract. Ooh. Don't put too many. Watkins. Don't, don't don't dot too much in there now. How but this yeah. episode become the breakfast <laughs> and episode? Oatmeal. Oh my the breakfast god. Club. <laughs> for for real. <laughs> DJ Envy, uh, Angelique, Charlotte. Yo, oatmeal and toast <laughs> is the shit. Hot, oatmeal and toast with oh a sausage god. patty at home. Oh my god. Y'all oh my god. Me. Ew, y'all. Love, Can we get off of breakfast? I love a sausage. Oh my god. Sausage. And oatmeal ghetto, ghetto ass oatmeal with a whole bunch of butter and sugar in it. <laughs> a buttery cinnamon. ass oatmeal. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I would make some. I Look, put a little, some oatmeal put a little brown sugar yes, in the oatmeal. Brown and white. You crazy? <laughs> yeah, both. Yes. Both. Both. Do them both. <laughs> Sorry, breakfast does it too. Sorry. Got hijacked. Okay, okay, it's fine. All right, so let's move on to the second uh, 
resolution that most people focus on, which is your business goals mm -hmm. for 2018. Asante, what were your what were the goals that you had set out for yourself that you did accomplish? The funny thing is, I did not know. I, I remember having a conversation about if I were a rapper before the year, but I remember not knowing like that I was going to do it for sure, for real, and how I was going to do it. So my main goal for this year was to focus on that and doing the first show. And I did that. And I said I also wanted to keep going with it. So now I'm actually doing, I'm working on my third date coming up in October. And then I'm also working on doing some other stuff with the brand of If I Were a Rapper as well. So business has been like one of those things that as like one landmark comes, like another one kind of builds itself up. As, I, as I've done the show, I've said to myself, like, okay, where do I see myself going with it? Where do I see myself touring? And what type of arenas? And after doing my own show live myself, I kind of realized I could take this show to, like, college campuses if I wanted. I could even see about doing stuff at festivals. Like, there are plenty of things that I've opened myself up to do to put on the table. And to go along with that, the more that I've traveled, I see that I can pretty much go anywhere and do anything. And I think to testify that self, to, to testify that to myself, I had to realize like, oh, then I can literally take my show and do anything with it. Like, so I've decided that I'm going to embrace my brand more if I were a rapper and make her my baby for a lot of things in the future. Yay. So business-wise, grandmama's the baby. The grandmama <laughs> is the baby. Yes. I love that. Dustin, what about you? Um, it's been a hell of a year for me, business-wise. Amen. And not always in a good way. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, you know, I've seen growth. I'm grateful for it. I'm always grateful and thirsty and hungry for new opportunities. So I welcome all of that. Um, and I just want to continue to evolve in ways that make me better and make me better at what I do. So as long as that happens and continues to happen, I'll just be so grateful to to work my ass off and work really hard at being great. So that's my focus when it comes to business. And have I seen that in certain ways? Yes. Would I like to see it uh, magnified? Of course. But do I feel like I... So yes, that's what I want to do. And that's how I feel about business. Now my business. Now you want to talk about everybody else's business, we can do that too, but <laughs> you know, it's going to be funny. But that's how I feel about like my business. And you feel good stepping into the second half of the year? I do. I'm stepping to the bad side. I feel like, you know, we, it's the second <laughs> half of the year. Um, yeah, and it's time to take a mean ride, for real. It's time to just, it's time to... I hate to say it, but Nikki said it. It's time to make hits and it's time to diss. It's time to move all the bullshit, negative things out of your way and just make hits or be good at what you do. You know what I'm saying? So it's time to just block out all of the things that are distracting, all of the things that are discouraging, all of the things that are disrespectful to your process and your progress, especially, and just go tunnel vision at making hits, doing what you do well. You know what I'm saying? That's what will get me, I feel, to the greater business sense of what I want to do. Did that make sense at all? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. My business focus was... Um, also, I just want to say I want people to respect my privacy at this time. <laughs> Go ahead, friend. Is that? Why does he keep saying that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? Because I just feel like it applies. Like, 
everything. To everything. That's my new thing. I just be telling everybody everything. You know what? Respect my privacy at this time. <laughs> and it just applies. You already like have to drive again. Don't want them, to, you know, get don't the want strap. them to get distracted. You don't want them to ask you questions. Uh, I want a number three, please, with no tomato, no pickle, <laughs> large OMG. Sprite, and respect my privacy at this time. Thank you. That's the Period. new thing. Well, go ahead, Fred. Justin. Go ahead, Fred. Um, my biggest goal this year was taking the tour internationally. Dang Just yes. because I I wanted to first of all creating the tour to begin with was beautiful for me Sick. to see that I could do it to see that I had a uh, a team that loved discussing spirituality as much as I did and then wanted to put it at the forefront because that's not easy no. especially getting sponsors that to me think about it I got sponsors for a spiritual tour like to sit in these boardrooms and talk to them about what it was with the agreement that I wouldn't have cameras or exploit the attendees in any way. Cause you know, brands, they want that. They want, yeah. that. They mm-hmm. want video, they want uh, audio, they want visuals. And the fact that they, Respected, respected my privacy at that time. Do you see what I'm saying, friend? Thank you. It's gonna stick, y'all. I'm telling you. Remember where you heard it first. If you hear anybody saying that, right. y'all know where it came from. Did, did it just hit you or what? I, Thank right, you. Right when I said it. Um, <laughs> but that was just such a Ooh, blessing, and it was. Right? Sorry, I just. So it was like a cruelest thing you'd be born here. Um, but. <laughs> But here's what I but the thing that I learned from it is that you can really create what you want, how you want it and make it successful. Yes. And I needed to see that by actually embodying it, not so much preaching it, but doing it, making it happen. So now I'm like converted by my own word, if Look that makes that. sense. You know, I'm just like, wow, you believe this. And it completely turned out how I wanted it and even better and then so this year the goal was okay so stateside you got that you did that can you take this to the rest of the world like do you have global support will you be able to connect on a global level and to see that I could put out global cities or international cities rather and the support was just like stateside wow it's just a testament of the power of the internet number one which we're so blessed to be tapped into yes and all the years that I've been working on the internet and I'm just so thankful for the people who trust me. Yes. Seeing the women from all the stops the past couple of years, like all of them are like best friends now and traveling together. Some have opened businesses together. Some are running their own tours and retreats. And I'm just like, what a blessing. Not me. I'm not saying like I'm a blessing, <laughs> but all of this is just a blessing. Like we're creating these ecosystems and the fact that I can take it overseas is just like bonkers to me. So I just want to keep um, expanding, you know, and, and staying open to what that means. Like what's the like we already have. This is the last year of the tour as is, like the way that it's structured now. Because the beauty of my team is that all of us move fast. We're already like, okay, we did it, conquered it. What's next? We all are on to the next already on a mental level. So we're like, how else can we be of use? How else can we connect with the world? So we're already creating the next project that's going to take a little bit longer because it's a bigger project. Um, But I'm just excited that it just feels limitless and it's spirituality, you know, and it's like 
while I'm learning myself, evolving, healing, studying, I can connect with people and that's what I get to do for a living. And that's like my dream life. To heal myself publicly and be able to sustain myself through that healing. What more could someone ask for? I'm healing and growing and living. I just want to come clean about something. Mm -hmm. So I have a plan in place Uh to work in a janitorial capacity and costume (laughs) at your Joshua Tree tour stop. (laughs) Did you see how beautiful that is? I did. And I was going to be, I want want to feel like that. The way you just (laughs) spoke of and talked about. You know, I want that feeling, and so that's, that was my plan, but I just couldn't, do it. I couldn't do it. By the way, Joshua Tree sold out, so thank you Look guys so much. The fact that you guys would follow me to the desert. <laughs> that's like hours into the desert. I mean, friend, I'm not going to so lie. That's so nice. If there, if there ain't many black people I could think of that I would follow <laughs> into the, the desert. desert. <laughs> so you would be one of, you would be on my list. That's I'm, so, like, y'all don't even know, man. Sometimes I just be at home tearing up just being so thankful at my life i really am thankful for my life and for those of you who believe in me and trust me and are willing to meet me in the middle of the desert (laughs) and joshua tree um and connect and just sit with me for hours with my team that i love so thank you guys joshua tree and dominican republic there's still a couple spots um we just made that application available on activationtour.com so make sure and get that if you feel like you're going to need a little tropical break and some introspective work sometime around October that's when that stop is so i just feel blessed i'm happy i really am it's a lot that's of work amazing. but i'm just i'm i can't wait to see where this takes me i'm open to whatever god wants for me to do next and i'm just open Amen. And you know what my goal is for the second half, though? I want to take classes. I feel Same. like, I, yeah, like I feel like I want to strengthen up. You know, I want to take classes on herbs. I want to take plant medicine classes. Like I want, it's not so much about needing to be like uh, certified or or feeling like people need to see me as a more like valid person. But it's just for me. Like I, mm-hmm. I want to be. The knowledge. Yeah, I want to be more of an archive. I want to have. Uh, backing to mm-hmm. what I say and and sharpen myself and make sure that um, there are sources to everything that I put out, you know, and I, it's just something that I haven't really had the time to do. I honestly don't even know how I would find the time in the second half, but it's something that I've been feeling pulled to more. So I think all of us are kind of doing it because even Maya started taking some classes. Like all of us are just feeling like, okay, I found my I want to say I found my calling. I found what I'm pulled to right now for who Fran is right now in 2018. Hey, Fran, today. Right. Hey, Fran, today. And I just want to sharpen that. I'll take some classes on some herbs with you and Fran. No, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) You hoping for the samples? You know I'll teach one. (laughs) (laughs) Teach you, teach you, teach you. (laughs) And and then the last thing, because we already are way over... I, I'll sacrifice my um my wellness segment so that we uh-uh, can finish this. Uh-uh, no, so we can finish because uh-uh. it's important. It's important. I think audits are very important for people. I, if anything, I'll sacrifice TV. No, and you, you can do wellness. No, no, no. Because I'll do a condensed TV segment. No, no, no. no listen, listen. This all ties into wellness, so in a way, it's perfectly fine. Support for today's episode also comes from FlexFits. Did you know that the products you use to manage your period can sometimes make issues like cramps and bloating worse? 
Flex is a life-changing new product that completely replaces tampons, pads, and menstrual cups and gives you the most comfortable period of your life. Oh. Flex can be worn for 12 hours, is easy to change on the go, and allows you to live like you're not on your period. It's not a tampon or a cup. It's a flexible disc that fits perfectly inside your body. Once it's in place, you can't feel it at all. It's a truly innovative product that can relieve cramping, works against leaks and odor and irritation, and allows for mess-free period sex. Flex is completely body safe. It's FDA registered, hypoallergenic, and made without BPA, phthalates, latex, or silicone. It's the only internally worn product not linked to TSS. I told you guys that Flex sent me a box after we uh, signed on to do their ads, and it is so comfortable. I really, really like it. It sounds economical. <laughs> and, I, and I do like the fact that it's healthier, especially for the earth. Mm. It's eco-friendly, so you know, you're not contributing with plastics that are going to end up on a beach somewhere. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So things like that I'm trying as I'm getting older to be more mindful of. And I love that it doesn't cause any irritations. You hear so many stories, uh, um, especially online, of what the products that we use, how they're made, you know, the the different risks that your body mm -hmm. takes on because we don't fully know how these products are made in these labs. So I'm being more mindful of what I use, and I think that this is a great product. I totally stand behind their message and their mission statement. And if you're looking for something to replace your tampons or your pads or your cups, FlexFits is definitely something that I would suggest, even though the name of the website is funny. <laughs> Listen, if I, um, if I had a period, I would try it. I hear that. Hit them with the flex. <laughs> Have the most comfortable period of your life. Go to IHateTampons.com now and use promo code FRIENDZONE to get an additional 30% off of your first purchase. That's promo code FRIENDZONE at IHateTampons.com for 30% off flex. IHateTampons.com. And once again, if you go on YouTube, once you do buy them, if you buy them, they have plenty of tutorials that will teach you exactly how to insert them. So don't even worry about getting it wrong. And you don't feel a thing. So that's how you know you did it right. Plus you get to slam dunk all them old ass tampons in the garbage like, <laughs> after you're done. Try flex, fit, flex fits. <laughs> I hate tampons.com. Thanks again to Talkspace for their continued support of the Friend Zone podcast. Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. Remember, therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical, everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person for you to talk to who is trained to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com zone and use the code zone to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's code zone and talkspace.com slash zone. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Okay. The last question I have for you guys is your mental health. 
and how you feel as a person, your mental growth, your emotional growth. Do you feel when you think of where you were this time last year that there have been changes? So many. Yeah? So many. And it could be in either direction. I have so many, like, moments where I look at how calm I am. Because, you know, I used to be just very overly hyper, like, in certain moments. I don't know what it is, but now I can see I'm like, damn, you were being so calm and clear this moment. You're always high. How are you doing this right now? <laughs> like, I would floor myself at how, like, like, because normally I'd always have my eyebrows raised. Like, oh, what the fuck is going on in here? But, like, now I've been able to be like, all right, focus on <laughs> your hat. Be here now, friend. Like, <laughs> I tell myself, just be right here right now. Like, what's going on? Like, and just being able to listen Staying to people. Present, and, yeah. Because yeah, for me, I don't know what it is, but something inside used to just kind of switch off with, like, all right, they're not paying attention anyway. So, like, and just right. kind of, like not be there no more but now i'm kind of like always there kind of like okay like i can still process this i don't have to even accept this or take this home with me or do any of the extra like i'm good i'm good i'm good on any mlk boulevard <laughs> i've noticed a change in you too i think you stepping into creating something of your own and like pouring into it has kind of boosted you mm. like i see more confidence and i and i do think you're way more outspoken Really? Yeah. Like, you're more willing to be like, no, or I don't, you know, I don't mm -hmm. want to do that, or I don't see it that way, as opposed to last year, where you would have been the one to be like, they're not listening to me anyway, so right. I'm just not going to answer or even say how I feel. Right. So, I think I've noticed that on a personal level. Thank you. <laughs> Very subtle. I didn't realize it was, you know, noticeable. Yeah. So, now it makes me wonder... Am I doing too much? Not that I'm second guessing <laughs> it, but I'm like, damn, have I been like abrasive or? No, but, but I think when someone is learning boundaries, that's what happens. You mm -hmm. have to set them, establish them. Most times with boundaries, it's how the people around you perceive them and kind of look at you like, well, damn, last year you wouldn't have been like this. You know what I mean? And, and then weeding people out who don't accept your boundaries and, and then letting go falling of, back. Letting go of perceiving perception. That too. <laughs> like that that was my main thing. Like, oh, I wonder how such and such is going to feel if I do this or like how this might come off or any stuff, things like that. Like now, not that I'm like, fuck it, but now I'm like, okay, well, I guess it'll just, you know, whatever's supposed to happen will happen. And I kind of look at things like that now. Yeah, because I think you realize how you feel is more important. Yes. Bottom line. Janelle Monet had a song a long time ago called Letting Go. And I thought about that. I see it. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Boundaries are important. They're Thank you for noticing. Yeah. You know, encouragement. Because, like, I don't know that people are noticing or even taking inventory. Or, because I feel like I be trying to do too much a lot of the time. So that's why I, like, pull back. But then I don't ever feel like anybody checks in or tries to see, like, oh, well, what's going on? So when you say that, I'm like, oh, so they can actually see that something is going on or has been going on or a change has been made. Yeah, I think you're just trying it on. Because I know when I first started setting boundaries, I, I would go over the over the line sometimes because it was like, I got excited to say no. <laughs> right, and I don't ever want to do know, that. You know, you're just like, ooh, this feels good. And I kept yeah, trying it on. But then there came a time where it's like, all right, you're hyped now. Like you get You found yourself and, and now I don't you're ever, going hard. I don't ever want anybody to look at me and being like, oh, he being brand new or anything like that when it's really a no, simple... No, we're all figuring it out. You know what I'm saying? And especially turning 30, like, I'm still... Not that I care about age or numbers, but when people are like, oh, yeah, you turned 30 this year. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, I did turn 30 this year. How does that really make me feel until I sit and say, okay, cool. I, I'm not dead. I'm in a different state, <laughs> and I actually like being there. I'm traveling all the damn time. I was actually, 
in Paris crying. <laughs> like, thinking, like, what the fuck am I doing in Paris, France right now? Like, <laughs> what am I... What What am I... At the Eiffel Tower. At the Eiffel fucking Tower. <laughs> saw one legendary Beyonce and one legendary Jay-Z in a different fucking country where I can barely speak the language. Like me, my black ass from Atlanta. Used to be, in, like, rubbing nickels together to put gas in my car to pick up people that weren't giving me gas money, which was fine just because I wanted everybody to be happy. Calling AAA sometimes for that last little bit of free gas and then paying that deductible just because so, I know I had it when I'm stretching shit. Like, so much of that to then get to here to had been there and to have been everywhere this fucking year. Over the past few years, it's been a lot. It's been a while. It's what been a, a difference a year makes. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> what about you, Sir Dustin? This year, last year, have been the changes? Well, my right knee has hurt, started bothering me a little bit. You know, um, that's so real. For real. The aches. Um, I've gotten that. I got a cramp today in the top of my stomach from doing a whole bunch of sit-ups, and I literally thought I was having a heart attack. So I'm very unsure about what's going on on the inside <laughs> these days. Right. I have to get medical attention and, you know, figure that kind of shit out. <laughs> Other than that, you know, I've just really been focused on trying my best to be better. That's really what I want to do. Amen. Um, and so in every way possible, and I've been focusing on myself and minding my own business um, and just really trying to enrich me, learning how to live in a way that is authentic to who I am, but still, um, you know, I'm still pursuing, you know, greater shit. Um, the things that I want out of life, it's not going to be easy to get. It's just not. And so I know that I have to really be good at what it is that I say I do um, in order to get placed into situations that I want to be in, in order to get good opportunities. I have to have something that's appealing and something that is profitable. And so I've kind of built the way that I work around that. I love getting hosting opportunities. I love, you know, speaking on panels. I love partnerships with brands, Campaign. campaigns. I love all of that shit. Um, because it, like, I can say things like, I love all of that shit on this show. I can talk all the trash I want, tell all the <laughs> filthy jokes I want, and then legitimize, you know, my talent in opportunities like that where I can host something or like my partnership with the Native Sun and Cadillac and Out Magazine, things like that. You know, I love those opportunities and I love growing into and stepping into larger shoes in those roles. Um, I love, um, just really seeing myself floating towards, like, you know how you see, like, the in, like, scary movies, the ghost, like, floats down the street. <laughs> I love to see myself floating towards all of that. Along the way, um, my personal relationships have been very emphatic over the past year. Lots of ups and downs, lots of... Um, I just recognize the importance of really, really trying your best. And I'm grateful for that. And I really want to make sure that I just continue to try to my, try my best to be a good person um, and to have as clean of a rep as I can. Real shit. Yeah. Um, and just be super humble and ready and available for opportunity. So I have seen changes in me even be able to say things like that. That's something that I normally wouldn't even talk about on the show. But now it's really my reality. And I don't feel boundaryed. By, you know what I'm saying? I don't feel boundaried by 
um, my personal need for my privacy being respected at this time. Oh my <laughs> you know god, he didn't. And you I know the, the fact that yeah. you snapped like Gartini is what fucked me up. <laughs> so I have seen a change over the past year, and I recognize the importance of truly relying upon myself to be happy. Amen. Like truly relying upon myself to be happy, um, and it makes you work harder at being the best version of yourself. So. That's the shit I've been on. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, I like to chill every now and then, do a few hood red things with my friends. That ain't <laughs> never going to change. Um, I'm always going to like to have fun. I'm always going to like to party. I don't even want no funeral. I just want like a day party where people say kind words to each other, not like on the a mic in front of everybody. A day party. An all-white day all, party? Not all-white because I know how we are about that. But just, yeah, that's what I want. I about want off-white. <laughs> also, you know what else is important to me? I look at people like Monica, um, that people they they get along with everybody that's in their circle and that that are kind to everybody just without any sort of, of you know, want or anything that are just nice. I like that and I wanna be remembered like that. I love the way people show respect to like Mary J. Blige that way. Right. I love the way Monica gets that kind of respect, no matter how foolish Brandy acts. You know what I'm saying? I love that. I love the way she carries herself. You know, I just really want to step, I just really want to go that way. That's what I want to do. I love it. Oh, that Thank way. you. <laughs> um, what about, so let me ask you. So, ahead. friend, <laughs> over the past year, from last year at this time, so end of July to this year, have you seen any changes in yourself that really stand out to you <laughs> as noteworthy mm-hmm. and as um, impactful to your process? What have you seen? <laughs> I was like, see the hand. Um, what have you seen? Man, this has been a really good year. It's been, I've been alone this year. And I can say that this is going to sound so heavy and dark, but it's the reality of it. I feel like my heart, like I've been heartbroken mm-hmm. for like 35 years, mm-hmm. 34, 35 years. Um, pretty much my whole life, just from <laughs> what I say, it ain't been no crystal stare. <laughs> One day I'll write a book when certain people have passed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but this is the first year I can truly say that I'm not sad. I'm not in mourning. Um, I'm not trying to figure anything out. I'm not healing. I'm not, you know, like I'm not trying to fix something. I'm just like here and I'm at peace. My heart doesn't feel heavy. My heart doesn't feel broken. Um, I'm not like in bed trying to figure out how to get out of it. You know, just to, like, go about my day. I'm not pretending to smile. My smiles are very genuine. I just feel like uh, a friend of mine called it open water. Like, I'm just, like, floating in this open water that is leaving an old island, you know, of, like, what my life used to be. And just kind of right now I'm in the center of the ocean just kind of swimming and taking it all in and and accepting the fact that, like, I've never have to experience any of that stuff ever again Mm. um and i'm swimming towards the next chapter and i can already feel like the weight off you know like i feel like god is like good job kid (laughs) that's amazing to hear yeah like good job for not being overcome and becoming bitter and angry and 
taking it out on people. I don't, I don't, I haven't used the cruelty I've endured towards anyone. I haven't pointed fingers. You know what I mean? If anything, I've tried to understand people, um, understand my own darkness and what have became of me because of like everything. And it's just been really a introspective, beautiful year. And I'm just proud of myself. Like I, the other day, I looked in the mirror and I was like, I'm so proud of myself. That's, like, ooh. do you ever tell yourself that? Mm-hmm. Like, you're just like, dog. I'm so fucking proud of myself. I love who I've become. That's amazing, friend. I'm so thankful for my heart. I'm thankful for my faith. I'm thankful for how I speak to people, how I treat people. Thankful for how it's reciprocated. Everyone around me is so loving. All my friends are a reflection of, like, my heart and my mind. So that lets me know I'm doing a good job. I don't have any drama. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing I'm trying to fix. And I know that that is hard for some people to imagine. They're like, there's no such thing. You're always growing and changing. I'm telling you, I have nothing to fix. Because you work so hard. I work so hard, and I've and I made it such a focus. I have nothing to fix. I'm sustained. Um, life is still challenging. I'm in no way saying that like I'm coasting through and there are no, no issues. Things still come and happen, but I'm able to process it so differently. You know, where it's just like I think I've been through so much. You know, you've been through so much where now when things happen, it's like I can this is fine. That's right. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, like I can work through this trust. And I'm just so thankful. I'm thankful for my I'm just a resilient motherfucker. Say that shit. You know what I mean? I'm so resilient. And but I'm tired of that too. Like that's not gonna be my story anymore. Like I'm resilient. I got resilient because I had to be and now it's time to like live. And I'm excited to have space in my heart. You know, I have space. That's what it feels like. I have space in my heart for the things that I wanna love and feel and experience. Everything else just kinda got out the way space in my mind to think about the things I prefer to think about and not be consumed by the past or old things, old stories. I feel like I have space. That's literally what it feels like. Like I can breathe. You know, like you could take a full breath and your chest doesn't hurt. And I'm thankful for that. So, yes, it's been an amazing year. And now I'm like, what is life like when your heart has space? (laughs) What is life like when your mind isn't consumed? Imagine all that can happen. So I feel like I'm stepping into like a magical realm. Let us realm. know, friend. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Let's see what the second half of the year in 2019, I'll be able to look back at this episode like, woo, I knew it. I was open. So that's, yeah, that's it. Those of you listening, I want you to write down um, your fitness. And remember, when I say fitness, don't think of me saying like dieting and met and the treadmill. That's not what I mean. Fitness meaning the connection between you and your body. Is it there? Are you having conversations with it? Conversations with it meaning movement, feeling your body, even something like dancing to the Afrobeats playlist. Like, are you and your body connected? <laughs> Dustin's over here moving. Just have a little crunk fest with yourself. Yeah, like do you guys talk? Seriously, do you and your body talk? Are you listening to the little aches? the little pains if you have something in your body that you're like i want to do something about that are you guys having a conversation on how you will do that talk to to it 
A heart to heart. Friend. That's what fitness means to me. The other day, my pillow placement was off. <laughs> Because, you know... Your pillow configuration. It get a little hot in my room. Plus, you got, I got silk pillows, so <laughs> I slept wrong. And all I could think of when I woke up the next morning, I just heard my body going, slept wrong. <laughs> Back hurts because you slept wrong. Yes. You feel that? Literally. Yeah, you slept. Like I was like, golly. I'm telling you, you have to have a, a connection with your body. And that's what I mean by fitness. And then think of your creative and business goals. Are you where you said you were going to be? And if you're not, don't be hard on yourself. That's fine. I had a lot of goals that I wanted for this year that I am nowhere near because I'm human and that's totally fine. But do you have a plan in place to maybe do a little bit more towards it for the second half of the year? Or maybe uh, a plan in place for 2019? Just start thinking about it. Write it down. And then, of course, the last part is your growth, your mental and emotional growth. Do you see a difference in yourself from this time last year? We ain't talking about your hair being longer. <laughs> How you're responding to people. Does your chest still feel heavy if you have a lot going on? Like, I just want to put things into action. One thing that made me finally get tired of my life was I got tired of myself. You ever just get tired of yourself? Like, God, you've been doing the same shit. This is another year. Aren't you tired? Aren't you tired? I'm tired for you. <laughs> I do that all the time, but my body talks to me like electroabundance. <laughs> Child of mine, you mustn't know that if you're going to be tired, it mustn't be from you being yourself. You must do something with yourself. Get mother a drink. That's how my body talks to me all the time. <laughs> and on so that note just audit yourself in hopes that we can have an even stronger second half of the year than we did this first half and that's it that's it for this week's hot button and wellness segment and now hey. we're gonna move on to mr music man now what I'm you got stronger <laughs> than yesterday now it's nothing but my way you said uh strong oh my god Britney Spears is performing at Radio City tonight. I just thought about that. That was so Really? Yes. Oh, that would have been Isn't cute. That... I've never seen her live. I have never seen her live either. And you know, I used to stand. Who? Britney, Britney. Britney Jean Spears. You know, once she lost it for Blackout, <laughs> once, she, once she lost it at Blackout and she couldn't really dance the same anyway, I was like, I missed out on my Britney. Like, I'm never going to be able to see her yeah. at peak. still would have been fun. Yeah. Did y'all see her fun. dancing the other day on um, the Shade Room? Was she dancing? <laughs> who, who, what was she dancing to this time? Uh, I want to say it was Amigos Mix. Oh, somewhere. my God. It was, it was like some stupid mix from like her tour, but right. it sampled like Walk It Like I Talk It. And she was like oh, moving her I did her see arm. that. Yeah. I did see that. <laughs> I did too, but I didn't think it was real. Right. I was like, this is fucked She up. looked like Woody from Toy Story. Oh. When she was dancing. So insulted. Um, Music Man segment. Let's just get to the 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 listens lately. And then I'm gonna talk about a couple artists after that. So what the fuck? Why would you do that? Like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Is, Why did I do what? Dustin is, I guess, impersonating. <laughs> What would be Britney Jean Spears? <laughs> but the real read is he's moving too much, I, and I'm oh, a fan. I was moving like Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> you know she'd be real stiff. I'm telling you, after her C-section or when she had one of them kids, Britney just did not dance the same. Between that and her breakdown from the drugs and shit, just was never yeah, it's the same. Been a stressful life. All right. Um, the internet released Hive Mind. Yes. And they have a song on there called Hold On that I really like. It's the last track. 
So I kind of have that on repeat. Did you get a chance to listen to? Just a couple of clips. What do you think? It's cool, cool riding music. That's I, I heard it in the car, so I was like, "Oh, this is nice ass riding music." Yeah, it's definitely chill. So I like that. Um, Mac Miller <laughs> again. I know y'all love some Mac. Yeah, man, I'm totally sold on him. He dropped a new <laughs> track called "What's the Use," and I really like it. I thought you was going to say, what's the T? I was going to be like, God damn no. it. Could you imagine? This is, nah, this is it. Mac Miller's new track, What's the T? What's the T? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a girl. Um, she actually did the, her video went viral for the In My Feelings Challenge. She's the girl that was doing Outside the Car they with the cute hit. curly. No, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one that had the curly hair. She was like, it was cute. Hers went viral. Okay. Shout out to you her. You remember? Her name is, I thought it was Danny Lee, but I actually think it's Danny Lay. Okay. Um, And she has a song called Lil Baby. Have you heard it? I'm, I like the name. Okay. It's, I don't know if it's going to play, but. I love it. I love it. Love it. Right? Love it. Send me that, friend. <laughs> I got y'all. So it's uh, D-A-N-I-L-E-I-G-H. Dan- I think it's Danny Lay. I thought it was Danny Lee and someone told me it's Danny Lay. I'm not sure. Either way, that's her name. The song is My Lil Baby. L-I-L-B-E-B-E. Yes. She's super cute. Y'all know who she is. I'm telling you, I saw the the dance, the in my feelings channel. You probably just don't remember because it's been so many. At she this gives point. me Gladys Knight vibes. <laughs> I love it. What? <laughs> <laughs> but I've had her. Um, <laughs> you come to the end at me like are you gonna look at me like that? <laughs> that that's my baby. <laughs> I love it. Um and what else? <laughs> Y'all know damn well she sounds like Midnight Train. Imagine her singing Midnight Train to Georgia. Have it you ever listened to like... um, JID? Yeah, I really like him. Yeah, he got a his project like was re released and went number one again or some shit. Like, oh really? Yeah, like he's oh, really lit. dope. Have you heard of him? No, he's with um. Who is he under? I don't know, but I heard him on OVO or something. The Never Story was that first project. I don't know if he's is. I don't know if he's with TDE or Dreamville. Maybe it's Dreamville. Maybe he's under J J Cole. I'm not sure, but he is dope. I just uh randomly is popped up as a suggested song. No, you know what it was. You know how when you leave your spot oh you guys don't really use spotify i do i don't know if it's the same with title and Suggested apple music songs. but you know how if you leave your song the album playing it'll just start playing other songs mm-hmm. like if you just let it play his song came on is it and i literally turned to my computer and was like what is that what is that because he just has a really cool sound and voice Oh yeah, never had shit, never been. Yeah, never been shit, never had 
shit down with the nigga. Never yeah, that, yeah it's the shit. Who that, is this? What's his name again? J.I.D. You need to yeah. listen to the whole project. Have you listened? I did because Mariba's on song, there. Oh, shout out to Mariba. She has a song called Black Truck that is yes, fucking insane. Oh my god! Then somebody I yeah, heard that. yeah, yeah. I, that talk, I talked about her on is here. Insane. I love that. Francie. <laughs> she just dropped a video Osmond. for it too. <laughs> but yes, that whole project is dope. Uh, 8701 is good on there too. Shout out to Ush. That Usher. project is bonkers. Yes. So JID, I'm a massive fan. I'm so thankful that Spotify knew to play your album because I literally turned and ran because I didn't want to miss whatever track it was that they were playing. You are amazing. You're probably like one of my new favorite rappers. I just haven't felt that way in a long time where you're like, I need to listen to his whole project. Um, and then Drum mm. released is it? It's an EP. It's mm-hmm. only three songs, but have you heard it? Mm-hmm. He has a song where it says, "Your girl gives the best hugs." Yeah. <laughs> Your girl gives the best hugs. So I love Drum. So cute. He's so theatrical. I told you he needs to score a Broadway play. I don't know what they waiting His on. His smile makes really me does. laugh. He's so adorable. Um, right. He looked like an old ass Quavo. <laughs> One hundred percent. Not old ass. I shouldn't say that. Like an older Quavo. And then, um, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> oh, did y- what y'all think of the Fifi track? I was getting ready to say that one. It was cool. I, I love it, start to finish. Really? So, I was underwhelmed. So. I was under. I I actually like a couple six nine tracks. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and so that's why Fifi for me was a little eh. But Nikki did good, and I like how they look in the video. Love the video. Love the rhymes. Love the punchlines. Love the whole thing. <laughs> totally here for it. This is the Nicki Minaj I want and have been waiting on. Give me them good raps, them raunchy, but oh, still I like her album still has cleanly. Nope. But if this is any, if she rapping like this on the album, I'm sold. When is it slated to drop? Do y'all know? Uh, August. <laughs> Question, question mark August over here. 10th, I, I believe. Oh, shit, so soon. Yeah, wow. August 10th. Yeah, that's it for me. Um, It's called Queenie from um, American Horror Story, <laughs> <Queenie>. right? <laughs> Listens lately, outside of Fifi, I know you've been knocking Fifi hard. Like, back to back. It's been all on my Instagram story. Had a conversation with Kid Fury about um, Icebox by Omarion not getting Legendary. Oh, Legendary. It's oh, a perfect song. I don't want to be stuck up in this cold, God, cold world. I don't want to be. Even yeah, the video. Like, yeah, it's a great song. Masterpiece. Icebox, Damn, I just want to give it its flowers because that's right. a great R&B that song. That song is forever. Um, I heard this song on Queen Sugar by this girl. I think it's called Danae. Danae or Danae Moore. But the song is called Poor Person. Let's check it out. <laughs> Builds up, but it's I love this song, and I've just been listening to it on repeat, like over and over again. And I really feel like a DJ coming to you live. It's new to name or poor person. Makes a person poor. So do I fit the picture? Made me short of gold. Sing. But my mind's far away. No. Yes. Was what you see that really matters. You like this? I don't know why I'm surprised. This is 
so y'all mean. Y'all gotta pull up. This, see, this is the music I'll be playing when I be, you know. Okay. See, How you spell her understand. name? Um, D-E-N-A-I Moore. M-O-R-E. M-O-O-R-E. Oh, I'm so, yep. so, as soon as her tone came in. Been and I, and I thought that. she was about to swerve into some avocado. You sensed it, right? I heard she was it, like, yeah. hey. I did. But she didn't. She left it alone. She didn't. She I appreciate it. you. She kept it where it needs to be. Shout out to um, Tanache because she made me, I love her new song like I used to, which made me think about the other music she, that she had that I used to love. I used to. So I went back into her old catalog, not too far back, just into the Night Ride album. Um, so I've been listening to You Don't Know Me by Tanache off the Night Ride album. If you ain't familiar, get because it's a really, really, really good song. Um, and then uh as far as like rap shit, whatever I've been listening to. This song called Troop by Toby Lou. I love Toby Lou. Uh-huh. Toby Lou is my inspiration. That's my homie. Oh. He has these dope ass glittery shorts. He puts his hair in the little ponytails and says he raps like her hair looks like Susie. That, he's that nigga I love him <laughs> Toby Lou is dope I've also been listening to This girl named Rocky Bad And that's bad with two D's um, She's a rapper from Detroit um, Black girl And she's the shit I love the music That I've heard from her so far The uh, project that I listen to Is called Let's Talk More Work And it's on title um, And then Just the last thing I want to say Is that For those of you Who do have title If you download The Tanache Blackwater Project the Amethyst mixtape is actually on there. The whole mixtape oh, is on the track wow. list. So if you want to hear the Tanache project <laughs> that still, made me love it. I always say I'm going to sit with her discography, and for some reason I don't. You ain't got the time. I know. It's I her, it's her it. hair. If she would get a haircut. Stop. I don't know why she won't have a... Every music person has a haircut, and that's the problem with Tanache. She just want to get up and go every, you know, all the time and just have that wash and go, them curls. She needs a look. If she would have a look, y'all would pay attention because Homegirl is dope, and her pen game is, like, insane. I'm, a, I'm totally going to sit tonight and listen, I promise. Yep. Because I, I want to hear that Amethyst. And what is it, Night Ride? Yep. I'm going to listen to them both. Yeah, but that's all I wanted to say over here or whatever. We can move on to something else. Great. Um, I have been listening to a lot of shit. Um, no one's going to be able to keep up with me, so I will try to just stick to some of the cool things and leave the other things for later. Oh, Whipped Cream by Ari Lennox. Sorry. Oh, yes. I forgot. I had to shout <laughs> that out. And before you finish, you know what she did that I freaking loved? She made a thread of a, like it made it seem like she was going into a story about her ex and she went and told you the whole story in a thread and then by the end of the thread she was like and here's my song about it lit so, i was lit. like genius lit so That's fucking smart i love it a beautiful way to integrate twitter threads into the release of a new single Brilliant. Her first song or i guess one of the first songs i heard from her i should say uh, la 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 mhm I have listened to that song so many times and I've cried to that song. She's a great writer. <laughs> like, just a dope-ass vibe. And then her singing on that track, when she does... You, you've heard this song, right? Yeah. When she does those, how does it feel <laughs> to know that I'm lost without you? Like, that shit fucks me up. Have you heard Whipped Cream? Yes. Yes. I it heard was, Peaches and Cream. <laughs> it, was part of my, it was part of my new music haul because there was a lot of Hall, shit. I love that. Like YouTube. So I actually was on SoundCloud and uh, getting reacquainted with all the people that I love. Uh, one of the artists that we talk about a lot on here that I feel like just does not get appreciated because she's always working and doing something awesome is Dawn. Dawn. Dawn dropped another track on SoundCloud called So Good. And it's so good. I love it. Um, she actually has a show... 
in partner with Adult Swim, and you can catch it on YouTube, uh, John Lee Drive, where she talks. She does like this cool underground thing with uh, it's her and another person that talking music and putting on indie artists and having sharing unpopular opinions and having interviews. It's a really really dope show. I like the content she's putting out as one an artist and two as a bad bitch, which should be number one, but she just always is anyway. Um, outside of that. I'd also been taking a moment to be a hood rat that I've always been, and I've been listening to all the old Atlanta shit. Um, Crime Mobs, Hated on Mostly album, still has a lot of bops. Crime Mobs' original titled album still has a lot of bops. And then, moving forward, Chance dropped four tracks. Chance the Rapper from Chicago. He dropped 65th and Ingleside, um, I Might Need Security, Walla Cam, and Workout. Uh, I like two, maybe three of the four tracks, or there are two, maybe three that I replay I'll just say 65th and Ingleside, I think I played the least. But I Might Need Security, I played the most. Um, outside of that, uh, Jade Nova, I checked her out. Oh, what do you think? I love her. Jade Nova has a project called All Blue. They're definitely, it's uh, 14 tracks, it's 44 minutes. It's definitely a, a good listen. Like, she definitely does, like, a lot of really cool shit on there. She's got a amazing voice. She's got Beautiful a lot of cool voice. shit to say. And she's beautiful. Gorgeous. Like, Beautiful. Gorgeous. I will say, you know, she got them faux locks. And I don't really rock with those, but they look cute on her. Like, really? They do look cute. Oh. Psh. No, they look cute on her for sure. I but I don't you, really. You don't like faux locks? I don't hate them, but I've seen a I lot. I do. I've seen a lot of them that I just don't really care for. i just been like. It's just because they're shiny. Not all of them. Some of them I wish were shiny. Now <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I don't know. Hers look really good, I will say. Her and I'm not saying that just because I like her. Right. That's why I had to point them out. Um, yeah, a <laughs> lot of good shit. Uh Juice World. Oh yeah. Um I I'm an emo kid, so I really like all that that like shit. Juice World is that nigga right now to me. I like Juice World and Slump Slump God. Slump God is dope as fuck. Slump yes. is dope. I even been watching uh, music videos. Lil Pump's video is pretty cool. He has a video called Drug Addicts. Oh, with um, Charlie Sheen. Yes. Oh, my God. I thought God. that was dope as fuck. Um, Estelle's video for Better is really, really fucking yes, fly. shout out to Estelle. She looks so fucking good and is always amazing. The one beautiful, talented Estelle. Estelle. Um, <laughs> Estelle. Estelle. So, yeah, uh, I've been listening to a lot of shit. It's really hard to keep up because I've been playing music in all of the different apps that I have. So that's why I was trying to like go through really fast and say what was what. Um, Tyler the Creator dropped a song with ASAP Rocky. I saw and, and the visual is so cute. And Jaden is in the video, <laughs> and they in Paris. I love that actually. Outside of them being where I was, I just was. I just thought it was dope as fuck to see their black asses being black as or being random as fuck out there. And it was just cool to see the three of them. I, yeah, I, I like when people are like really artsy and different and cool and have them cool ass friendships. Like Young Thug and Lil Uzi Vert. I really like their friendship and what they do. Young Thug cracks me up. I saw He's a friends with Yolanda him. Adams. A picture of him what? <laughs> I thought you tried to slide that in it. <laughs> right. He was like, right. Did y'all see the picture of him riding bikes with, with these baskets with Future? <laughs> I did. That's so cute. So, and they like, were dressed so fresh. They're so cute to me. See, I their love. Their friendship is cute. I love like Black Boy Joy when it's like that, when it's on 10. And that's one of the reasons that I enjoy Toby Lou. Because Toby Lou, a lot of his videos are, like, really colorful. And he's not saying, like, over-the-top shit or rapping about nothing crazy. Like, he's just actually a really dope-ass rapper that has really colorful, cool visuals. And I like that. I feel like, you know, Solange had, like, a camp. He would be one of the a rappers camp. in it. Yeah, you know. Well, St. Heron, I guess, is a camp. Um, and then lastly, 
Oh, a couple of last things. Jesse Reyes, she had dropped a single called Apple Juice, which I'm really fucking with. Oh, yeah. I and think. then lastly, um, I talked about Kiana Lede last week. Um, I just quickly said that you should check her out. She dropped an EP and it has seven tracks on it. They dropped a remix to one of the songs, Fair Play, which I, is the one that I talked about uh, where she was making the siren noise on here. Um, and it's a remix with ASAP Ferg. But the whole fucking project is really good. Like, for somebody that I just kind of listened to on a whim, I went to the project and I just like all of the songs. Like, this is just one of them, just a random play. again but if you want to hear it then you gotta go listen to it Kiana Lede she got a dope ass vibe the production's clean and she's got a really dope voice I fuck with her she's dope she is dope so that's what's happening here in music land and now it is time to give it on over to Dustin Ross in TV land take it away sir more 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 how do you like it how do you like it so I want to say thank you to Mona Sky Young for giving us exactly what we wanted with Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. On all standards, according to all measures, according to all scales, Mona Sky Young knocked it out of the park with the season five premiere. I think it's season five. I'm not really sure because their seasons have cycled very quickly for some reason. It seemed like it took Love and Hip Hop, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta longer to get to season five, six, seven than it has taken Love and Hip Hop Hollywood to get to season five. But nonetheless, episode one was amazing. Um, from the cast, who's the cast? K. Michelle is back. Um, she goes by Kimberly. Kimberly. Now. Kimberly. Yeah. Oh, duh. K. Okay. Duh, nothing. She ain't no damn body. <laughs> That's a um, it don't even matter. Bridget <laughs> Kelly is back. Bridget. Um, Shout out to the homie. Yep. Brooke Valentine is back. Lyrica Anderson is back. A1 is back. Monice is back. Ray J is back. Princess is back. Is Booby back? Booby is not back. You may want your booby back, booby back, booby back, booby back, but he's not back. Solo Lucci's back. Solo Lucci is back. Randomly. And randomly, him and K. Michelle strikingly look a lot alike. <laughs> like Wait, if you put, if what? you put, I was, I thought he was gonna say they're dating. K. Michelle had on the show. K. Michelle had her hair up in like a ponytail, and she had heavy eyelashes on. And you know how Solo Lucci has that like like mohawky kind of haircut, so it looks like his hair is up like that. Him and K. Michelle, if you put them side by side, they really look alike, I'm telling you. I pro- and you see what the crowd, the people said, they seen it. Solo, Lucci, and K. Michelle look alike. I don't know why nobody else saw this. I definitely saw it. In fact, once I saw her on the show, I was like, oh, well, maybe they put her there like how Malaysia had her cousins on Basketball Wives this season. I'm like, well, maybe her and Solo, Lucci are some kin. You know what I'm saying? They this is like the Papoose thing. Because Papoose wow. does look, that that not look like that Papoose going to play the shit out of that man in that movie. I'm telling you, if it ain't him, it's going to be Brooke Bailey because they look oh alike. My Somebody even God. sent the side-by-side of no. Brooke Bailey and that man. No. They did. Please, no. please. No. Love and Hip Hop Hollywood has been good. So, so, so good already. The confessionals are, are everything you want. Is Hazel Lee back? Huh? Pop my butt, pop, pop my butt. What? Pop my butt, pop, pop my butt. That's a song? <laughs> you know, I ain't never heard the actual song, and I hope I never actually have to. Yeah. I don't even know who. I don't know, but um, <laughs> don't know the show is so good. Who's like, this cast, I'm telling you. E? 
It's been rounded out so well. Sonia Norwood is raising all sorts of hell. She's all in Ray J and Princess's business. She's on the mm-hmm. show. I think she, she likes it. I think she likes it too. She like it she like that. It. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Never thought I'd see And she don't give a damn either. She really she has been asking that we respect her privacy at this time. <laughs> like, that's her attitude to the bullshit. So it's been great. Um, but yeah, all these storylines are back. It's all of the mess that we love from Love and Hip Hop. Nobody's overthinking themselves. Tierra Marie is back. Um, she's going to talk about this whole sex tape fiasco. And there was even a scene where her and Nikki Baby went and talked to Ray J. And that was a big deal because, you know, they were together for like years. And so seeing them meet up and everything was cordial and peaceful. Tiara looked good and healthy. Her hair was slicked back and not too thick. Not like they, I guess they had split the tracks instead of putting the whole track in there. Wow. Um, she looked on? great. You know what I'm saying? So it was good to see her bouncing <laughs> back. Um, it just was great. Um, I was very upset, so I will be watching and talking about Love and Hip Hop Hollywood for sure. Okay. Especially after the way A1 cooked K. Michelle's ass um, in her backyard, and you can see all the hurt on her face. I love it when you see somebody's eyes slide down just a little <laughs> bit when you sting their ass with a well-deserved <laughs> zinger, and that's exactly what he, what he did. So all of that was great. Um, I'll be watching. I want to talk a bit about a bit rather about Queen Sugar. I don't know if you guys have been <gasps> Yay, watching. Like, yeah, I didn't think you were watching. I am watching. I had put Queen Sugar down because I was just disgusted by the fact that Nova I and know. Remy were like flirting with each other. That was really that really had pissed me off. <laughs> um, but I watched it anyway because I'm so invested in On Vi and Blue, and I really want them to. I really want Blue to get back to being nice, happy Blue, like we, you know. I want it to be baby blue, not navy blue. And then I would like to see Vi get healthy, um, seeing her fall out this week and have that moment in that huge pitch meeting for her own pie storefront. If you didn't watch that's on you, it's going to be a few spoilers. And so, but seeing her have that breakdown in the office because of the complications from her lupus, that was heartbreaking. Um, Charlie, uh, I love how driven she is to bring justice to all of the farmers in that community um, and their relationship with the Landrys. I love the fact that the name of the family is the Landrys that's bringing all this, you know, contempt to the story. And it's just good. It's becoming... Queen Sugar went from being very, very serious and the tone being very, very heavy and authentic to adding in just the right dose of, like, campy, you know what I mean, television writing to keep us interested. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that now we have, you know, definitive villains and, you know, things like that on the cast. I just, it's heartbreaking to me that Nova's going to betray her sister that way and be romantically involved with Remy. That's hard for me, That storyline, I know. That's I'm really so hard for me. I'm so curious where they're going to take this. You see how awkward it was when Charlie was like, so Aunt Vi said, you have a new son, you know, son, yes. son. and she's kind of like, eh. It's like, how would you break this to someone? And what we love most about their family and their relationships is that there was a huge wedge between them with the relationship with Charlie's mom and the relationship with Nova and Ralph Angel's mom. Yeah. But they always were bonded by the fact that they were siblings. Their love for each other as siblings eclipsed everything, even when Nova and um, uh, Ralph Angel were mad as hell at Charlie about handling the business a certain way. Things have happened amongst this family and they've gotten past them all and always stuck together, had each other's back. This is the first hardcore betrayal we've seen on this show. 
And I just can't believe Nova because Nova was my girl. And I can't believe she's doing this. Especially because it's not like Charlie left him. No. Not that that would justify it. But right. it makes it worse but that you can't she even really say that. wanted yeah. to be with him. And it just didn't work out because they have different value systems. This is just, I don't know. It's so, quite a storyline. Which I guess that's what we want from a television show. Right. So I've been enthralled with that. Basketball Wives has been great. Um, it didn't come on this week, so I ain't going to talk about it. Um, what else? Real Housewives of Potomac. I don't know if anybody's been watching, but oh, mm-hmm. ho, 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 have I. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you they have had me rolling, hollering from the editors when uh, Giselle was telling the story about Karen Huger's husband, Ray, being attracted to um, Erica Lyles, and she told the story of the night at the Christmas party when he followed her around. The editors immediately flashed to this picture of Ray, Karen Huger's husband, bucking his eyes and looking over his shoulder, and the camera stopped like, doom, on that shot. So it's been funny. The edits are working in our favor as the fans. Um, Karen's wig slid off. She's been wearing walking (laughs) shoes. Ashley's been raising all sorts of hell, calling people out. Shout out to Tiffany Pollard because she predicted uh, what Ashley, uh, Ashley was going to do on this show when she said, on Flavor of Love, folks are being real and they're calling people out on their shit because that's exactly what Ashley's been doing. Giselle is really, really, really getting on my nerves, like big time. Giselle picks and pokes and she fucks with Karen and she bothers people, but then she acts like it's absurd for them to do the same thing to her. It's funny to me that she's been calling Sherman's ex. If you watch the show, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you don't, you might as well fast forward. (laughs) But it's funny to me that she will talk about Sherman's ex-wife and say that she'll say, you know, horse face, Kendall, or this or that. When they've never had any on-camera interaction, and you don't really have a reason not to like her. Giselle was dating a guy named Sherman, and it came out that Sherman was married to, for a long time, another woman who's in their social circle. So Giselle knew that man when he was married to Kendall. And then turned around and dated him and has the audacity to be mad at them for inviting her places, the ex-wife. When they knew the ex-wife before they even knew her. But she wants to tell them they're wrong. You know, girl code will tell you. But it's like she completely ignores the fact that she dated this lady's ex-husband. Right. That she knew. So that, to me, the hypocrisy of it all. (laughs) all. Add to that, Giselle saying, you know, we walk in, I know we looking good. And they show her with this. Carry, she had a carry on ponytail. You could tell, like, what you could tell, that? you could tell that Giselle, the ponytail she had when they was in France, she brought with her. And you can, I, I don't know why people try to mimic professional oh, hairstyles. You know how, like, women from certain communities, when they get a ponytail at the hair salon, they pull the hair up and then they take a piece of hair and wrap it around yeah. the top of the ponytail and pin that up underneath mm-hmm. there. Usually reserved for fake ponytails where they are literally pinning it to the tracks that have been added to make said ponytail. But whatever. Giselle tried to do that, and I promise you, it looked like she literally either had too much Red Bull or found out she had, well, I'm not going to say that, but it looked like she she couldn't stop shaking when she put the ponytail in because the piece of hair around it, it was so loose, and it looked like one of them. You know when palm leaves go bad and they turn that brown (laughs) color? It looked like she had taken one of them little bitty palm leaves and wrapped it around. It just like her hair, 
Oh my gosh. Her hair just looked deficient. You ever seen, you know how they say Tammy Roman looks like she needs deficient. a multivitamin and all that? That's how Giselle's I've ponytail never heard looks. Anyone <laughs> say that about So and she but she had the audacity to, to say that they were all looking good. You know, she was tried to say they were looking good and stuff. Um, the one thing that I've loved about this show, oh, and this is so mean spirited and bad, but they've been clowning Candace, the new girl. Why? They'll be they'll be talking about a deep issue like with the, them and their husbands or ex husbands or whatever, and Candace will be like, you know, I first of all she already made a big deal and like almost broke up with her fiance because he called her a princess, which was so stupid and obviously inflated by her to you know have a moment on the show. But you can't do stuff like that when you're amongst these vultures who are watching your every move and waiting on you to do something stupid like that. And so the fact that she did it has like taken the credibility away from everything she says. And so now they literally like just be busting out laughing when she says stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> they were having a serious moment, and even like Monique and Giselle, who hate each other, literally looked at each other and, and bust, busted out and busted out laughing. <laughs> so like all of that has been hilarious. Um, shout out to Candy Coated Nights on Broadway, on Broadway, on Bravo, <laughs> on Ice, <laughs> Candy Coated Ice. Shout out to Sham Booty for Shan being Booty. on Candy yes. Coated Nights. She killed it, right? So good, but she's amazing. Her she episode did. was oh great. my god. But I was yeah. like, our world is entirely too small. I love Candy Coated Nights. <laughs> I have something very ignorant to say because you said Candy Coated Nights. Mm-hmm. I have been watching that stupid ass show. And I hate to say this and bring this up in the middle of your segment. G-Status ATL Hustle. I have no idea what that is. So it is another one of those YouTube shows, uh, YouTube reality shows focused around a bunch of gays in Atlanta. And on this show, uh, Sir Akeem is one of the cast members who is also a cast member of another one of these YouTube gay shows. On there, he was t- calling somebody out and it was like, yeah, you need to go home and I guess tell them to use a toy on them. Mm-hmm. So, and he said, it's not even candy-coated nights, it's Tasha-coated nights. And so I just thought about like that. Like Tasha Cobbs? L- like Latasha Scott. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I just thought that that was funny when you said candy-coated nights because I was watching that shit like last night. Anyway, did you know Tasha Cobbs had an eyewear line? I did. Yeah, at well, Essence we Festival at the same time. Well, it, so well, it was there last year was too. It at Essence Fest? <laughs> yep. She had the, last year they all had separate booths. Like it was like Cynthia's and Tasha had a little thing, and then Eva, and then this year was all kind of together, which I thought was even better because it's like a whole like little shopping gallery of glasses. Did you, you see the ads? Uh, the pictures of them wearing the glasses. Well, Tasha Cobbs specifically. I did see hers. Yeah. <laughs> she, she you know, she's had a lot to say about gay people. Did you know that? Uh oh. I don't care about Tasha Cobbs. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of like, well, she has. So I didn't is. feel bad for laughing. She's oh, oh yeah, she no. looks ridiculous on the pictures for she her eyewear line, and she's like looking up, gazing into the sky, and she looked like she smells something in every picture. <laughs> oh god, every I just don't want to. She looked like she smells something. I just don't want to see through her eyes. Like the way she's looking does not make me think like I should give me a paradox. Right, it, Tasha Corn Cobbs. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Moving on. That's it for TV and Tasha Cobbs. Wait, wait. Hmm? Pose. Oh, my God. We cannot forget Pose. How can I forget? Category is... So, shout out to Pose. The season finale came on this week. Um, All of the characters did a great job. And I can honestly say that this was one season finale where everything literally worked out. Everything worked out. Happy endings. Happy endings all the way around and not the kind you got to clean up. (laughs) This was, I mean, this was really, really good. 
Um, Electra, you know, she told M. She, I was about to say MJ, her real name. She told Blanca, "Thank you for looking out for her." You've always been my heart. Oh. When I tell you, that made me tear up. I was like, and do you know they said um, one of the directors on Twitter was saying like he was doing a thread about the season finale, and he said that she ad libbed that line. Are you serious? Yep. He said that they were doing the scene, and he said it was surprising because she's not one that like adds anything. Mm-hmm. She usually like sticks by the script, and he said they were so in the moment of like everything that's happened to them with this show and the the emotions of it being the final episode. That in that moment, she's turned around just intuitively from the heart and was like, "You've always been my heart." And then walked away, and they were like, "Oh, we're leaving that in." Yeah, I'm <laughs> glad they did. It was great. It was so good. Um, Poppy is back home where he belongs. Yeah, that made me away happy. from the witches. And I still love. Candy. I still love Candy. I'm so glad she still had a moment at the end. Ooh, she's, oh my god! I'm still. I'm so. Happy. Why was she vogue like that? <laughs> <laughs> And you, pray tell was waiting on her ass. You know, pray tell done been through a lot too. So right. like now really ain't the time oh. for the bullshit. He really wants you to respect, literally respect his privacy at this time. <laughs> but what did she do? Invaded the privacy. She yeah. is so, so funny. I love it. I love how dynamic she is. Cause I've watched a few interviews of well, not candy. Right. But just to see the difference and how amazing both, both ca- like character and actor are like, I was like, wow, this is really dope. Yeah. So candy is funny. funny. Um, Ricky is going on tour with Albie Shore. Yes, with Albie Shore. That's and Electra going tour. up for Albie Shore. Okay, Shore. Take. Oh my God. I, Albie Shore. Oh, I love Albie Shore and backstage passes. It was great. She said he's the Marvin Gaye of our time. Yeah, yeah of our time. <laughs> Electra definitely stole my attention this last episode. So- like all season, she's had moments, but definitely I was way happy to see how her loose ends tied up mostly. I will say though, did you think it was realistic, though, that she would be under the house of Evangelista? There was a part of me that was like, I don't know how realistic that is. With her ego? Only be only from a competitive standpoint, because I'd rather work with them than let you in. That type thing. Okay. Because remember, those was her and kids. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, and, and obviously there's still a season two. Uh-huh. But I'm like, I feel like they're going to merge. That's very temporary. Where it's going to be the house of... A, like a, abundance evangelista or something you know how houses merge mm-hmm. like i felt like that's what's gonna happen and then battle it out for the mother position yeah because it's just it just it felt too seamless i was like that's just not electra <laughs> she's right. not seamless i like mean electra anyway <laughs> i wanted to get back mean and nasty when she was the hostess yeah cutting off salvation army buckets and shit and stealing costumes out the museum well you know she's that's still the there I want. All, all she needs to get is a little bit up and she right back to that one because even after your girl paid for and seen her in the booth and bought her lunch and invited her home Electra still have the nerve to be like, all right, I need this room painted, these, <laughs> this change, and be like, all right, well, it was worth a try. Like, girl, you're still Electra. She's not leaving. What about um the white dude coming back to Angel? Yeah. Angel handled that so well. Oh, I love that scene. And then Blanca telling Angel that she tested positive and that Angel was essentially going to be the leader of the house if anything was to happen. I know. Mm. That was very sad and hard to watch, but Angel kicked right on in. And that's why you should always speak your mind because Blanca overheard Angel checking the shit out of Ricky and them about snitching on um, Poppy. Yeah. And even calling Blanca out on her shit. And she didn't say nothing to Angel. She respected our privacy at that time and went on about <laughs> it. But she took a mental note 
And then later on, you see who she designated as, as you know, her her basically leader next, the yeah. next leader. So I love that. And Angel will do well. And I think that that Angel making that decision about Stan with his um, teacup head ass, you know, <laughs> I think she did a good job standing up to him and, you know, really clearing shit up. Sometimes I wish Angel was a little more mean. Really? Yeah, I'll be wanting She's Angel to like, be mean. She's looking like that. A girl's got options. <laughs> When she said, "You're not my first prince charming," I was mm-hmm. like, "Ooh, come on!" She was in. Comp- <laughs> she was so composed. Oh, I control. love that feeling. Yeah. Ugh, Paul, it Sin was great. I cannot wait. It was wait. great. I can't believe we have to wait so long for. Okay, what season. do you want to happen in season two? Predictions. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> I, I'll tell you what I don't want to happen because I feel like it's going to happen. What, watching Blanca? N- whatever's going to go wrong with Pray Tell and his boo. You know, it's always like real oh, high no. and real good and real nice and then something got to happen. So it's like... It's temporary. I, right, so he only, he only going to be happy for like an episode or two and then some shit going to hit the fan again. That's what I'm like, oh, what's no, going on? No, I want Pray Tell to have a love story. I cry every episode. <laughs> I was tearing up every episode when they were at that dinner table, and you know she disclosed or he disclosed uh, his his, his status. Right, I had to think. I was like, "Wait, turn location off." When he said his status, and Obo was just like, "You ain't the first person that I've had to deal with this," and was like normalizing because a lot of people still to this day make it seem like it is the biggest de- idea or biggest idea. It's the biggest deal that you have anything. Right. Like anything. Like even if you have like a cold, they'll be like, oh, well, you should have canceled this date because that cold could be something else. It's I agree. Like, Don't what? be coughing all over me at dinner. <laughs> I mean, stay, true. Stay home, shit. De- definitely Smile, true that. Uh, <laughs> we, could, we, could, we could go to dinner next week, shit. I mean, true. Well, I have a question though. What would you think of, um, what's his name? The son? Not Poppy, but the other one. Damon. Damon. Mm-hmm. Not going on tour. Best decision ever. Smart. So my season two prediction for mm-hmm. him, I think that Ricky is going to go on the tour, that'll be sure, blow up and be successful in the dance world and, like, get visible. Mm-hmm. And then, but not tell them he's gay. And he's still going to be in a relationship mm-hmm. with Damon. There's going to be a conflict from that. That's what I would like oh, to see happen there. So good. I want Blanca to get a man and then reconcile her relationship with her sister. Oh. That's what I want to happen to her sister and her to kind of work together as a team. Um, I want, what do I want for your lecture besides just to be hell on wheels again? <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe a, maybe Electra can blow up and be like a mainstream model or something. Like her come up, come, come up can be self-made this time. And then she can have all the same prestige and stuff, but without it being attached to some dick. And then she, well, literally, I guess, both. You know, <laughs> like period, a test of dick. You period. know what I'm saying? It's not gonna be a test of dick no more. It'll be her own come up, right? And then she can restart her house, or either like, like you said, partner with Blanca and create some mansion. I guess would be, and they wouldn't be a house; it'd be a manse. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of was. I mean, I don't know how it was then, but I was like, why couldn't he defer school for a year? Because school will always be there. But he got the scholarship, so then he'd have to reapply for that scholarship, and wouldn't they he? they can't. They don't have the money to pay for it or nothing. Right. But yeah. sometimes you can defer even if you have a scholarship. It's yeah, on the website. They ain't even had you know, then. You can oh. tell, but you can even... T- <laughs> <laughs> you can even tell looking at the teacher, though. If he would have did that, she would have been like, I'm really disappointed to hear that. I like, know. She would have been like... I guess it, here's my fear. He can tour anytime. Schooling is important. I'm in no way saying that it's not because... 
it, it's going to refine his dance skills. You know what I mean? And and uh, him being able to graduate with that, it's just going to put him on an upper echelon. But the thing about touring financially, that could put him in a whole different bracket where he could help his family. He could pay for schooling. You know what I mean? Yeah. He could travel the world. And you're building a resume. Experience is as important as schooling. True. Because once they see on the resume, oh, he toured with so-and-so, a lot of the time, and also it depends on his goals, because maybe he doesn't want that kind of more pop world. You know, maybe right. he wants the more, quote-unquote, refined, like, ballet. and <laughs> So it also depends on what he wants. But I just sort of felt in that moment, like, oh, I wish he could have just, like, deferred for a year, gone on the tour, because the tour is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. School will always be there. Tours once in a lifetime. I just didn't want him to go because him them going together. Like, I know that there would have been or there probably will be the issue of, like, them being together on a tour. So I'm thinking, like, I don't want them to go. And then he come back home and then they're like, what happened? Like, there was a scandal and da 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 Like, that's probably what's going to end up happening. Or that's probably what would have ended up happening, I feel like, if he would have gone on the tour. I'm like, damn, they now they both losing out. That's why I'm like, I'm glad they're not going together. <laughs> right. But, I mean, he also seemed really happy with the decision. So yeah. That's all that matters in the end. Sometimes the hypeness of, like, oh, my God, I'll be sure to tour. But then once it cleared, he was like, no, nah, I need to be in school. I'm glad it wasn't cliche and made me think. I'm glad it wasn't cliche and showed him getting the tour and Ricky not getting it. Oh, I know. I was worried about that. <laughs> Everything worked out. This yeah. is the perfect season finale. Almost like they it was just going to be the end. I'm so I'm so glad that they got renewed for season two. I know I can't wait for this. I want to see more of Lala next season. Lala gonna be on there? Ain't that the other uh, woman's name? The one when uh, oh Lulu, Lulu. Yeah, I thought I want to see more Lala of her. Was gonna be on pole. <laughs> wait, which one is Lulu? Uh, the one that does the other house mother of ferocity with candy. Oh, the like Puerto Rican one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I like Lulu's little character. I yeah. like I like what she gave when they were in that bar and she was having to tell. Um, Damn, why do I always forget Blanca? But her and Blanca was in that bar, and she was like, you know that we should not be in here. Like, I just like her whole little attitude and yeah. swag. She looked like Estelita. I hate Estelita. Me Don't too. do that. Estelita. Nobody. Oh. N- nobody. And Naomi was on last yes. episode as Florida Ferocity, and I hope that the reason they gave her a name and was that was mentioned is because she's going to become a, like more of a lead role next year or even if it's supporting but i want to see more of her that would be awesome a lot of dope surprises and appearances i would love to see a my house pose crossover like what if they do a scene with uh ebony and they in the house yeah back then yeah that would be dope ebony or um tati 007 from my house right like doing uh voguing down with florida ferocity just (laughs) i would love to see that that would be (laughs) The House of Ferocity, Florida Evans. <laughs> Anything else in TV land? No, that's it. <laughs> Yay. Now we're going to move on to what you guys want to ask us and asking for a friend. Florida Evans. What you got for us, Asante? Uh, don't forget to email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. The subject is dealing with stress-inducing bitches. Wow. So, in other words, it's a work issue. <laughs> Damn. Hey, guys. <laughs> Let me start by saying English isn't my first language, so pardon the fuck-ups. Wow. I mean, this was... That's real. This was really good, though, for some English not being your first language. <laughs> anyway, an hour ago, I was peacefully working, which I do at a nightclub, doing what I got to do. 
when suddenly someone asked me if I have valuable stuff in my bag, which I put in the back like the rest of the staff does. So immediately I go and check my stuff to see that someone stole $40 right out of my wallet. What? Being the calm and level-headed person I am, I just strolled to the manager's office and told him about it. Apparently, the dude who told me to check my stuff was robbed yesterday. My manager is a pretty chill dude and was shocked as, as well, saying he hadn't dealt with shit like that here before. I wish I was the type of person to blow up and start screaming at everyone, but I'm just not. I was already kind of stressed at this job, but I need to save up some money since I'm going to New York in, at the end of August. This is the last drop for me at this bitch-ass job. I got my eye on possibly three guys who could have done it, not knowing how to handle this, since they said they didn't do it. This is one of the very few times I wish I was, I wish I was loud with an attitude like everyone I grew up with. I don't know if blowing up would help. It probably would, but I genuinely don't know how. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's just money. Money I actually found at work and considered a nice tip. But still, my fucking money. I still wanted to work for three weekends to save up more money for New York, but this might be my last day. By the way, it's just a part-time job I got for the weekend to save some extra cash, so I was going to quit after three weeks, but I'm mentally done today. Do you have any advice for me? Love Vanilla Ice. <laughs> vanilla Ice. Woo! That's got to suck. Your coworker's stealing? I can't even imagine. You can't imagine? No. I was just terrible. All I know is there had been times where I worked at the restaurant. And at the restaurant that I worked, you know, you handling cash. And because you and you is me, because you are handling this cash, it is up to you what the fuck happens to this money. When that that cash touches the table and your table leaves, Buster's going to come, whoever's going to come, you have to get your money. That is all that I know. So if you are storing your money, that money that is not with you needs to be stored securely. People be getting comfortable. They be like, oh, I see jackets hanging up. I see this hanging up so I can just leave my stuff out. You are not at home ever, so you never leave your stuff out. That is just rule of thumb anywhere where you're dealing with money. And I'm not saying that I've been part of people stealing, but I've been in situations where I've been at work and people have been like, there's money missing. And I'm sitting up there looking at my stuff like, well, I have all of my money over here <laughs> and I have done everything I need to do to secure mine, so mine's is secured. But there have also been situations where I've gone to tables and been like, this looks a little light. I know my tables don't do me like this. This looks a little light. That's terrible. And and in those situations where it was me, I remember walking around all night being like, you know, whoever's getting cut first, they getting interviewed first. And and when I say cut, I mean like you're cut from the floor, so you're about to go home. So those are usually the people I start with, like who's about to leave. You know, oh, how'd you do tonight? What's going on? And, you know, you see how guilty they are and you just fuck with them all night. But so you can't flat out accuse people unless you know for sure that they took that shit. Or you could just make a big-ass idea. I know you said you don't want to go off. But for me, if you make a big-ass scene or if you just make people feel the pressure, someone's going to come clean. I've gotten, I've gotten my money back several times. I can't even believe that shit has happened to me where people have grabbed my money off the of tables and money slid out or whatever the fuck excuse they gave me. And I had to be like, no, I don't care about that. Just don't be at my tables ever again. Well, what do you think she should do? I mean, if she doesn't know for sure who took it, then it's an L. That's really it. She's not. She already said, you're not the type of person to blow up. And I don't want to tell you to, you know, send niggas up there. But, that I mean, unless you're going to get your money back, you just got to charge it to the game. Unless you know who took it or know who you can accuse first. Like you said, you're not even staying at that job. So you could just say, fuck you all. Are you broke bitches that have to steal? I'm leaving and you ain't going to steal shit from me ever again. 
Where do people put their stuff when you have, like, are there lockers? Some places don't even have lockers. Like, there are some restaurants that you work in. Because New York, everything is so, like, minimal or compact. Right. You go into restaurants and they'll be like, okay, we don't have no lockers for you to store stuff. You know, you might be able to leave your purse or whatever in the, um, in the office with the managers. But that's why I try not to take a whole lot of shit to work anywhere, things that I care about. Yeah, because my, my best friend, one of my best friends runs... Uh, that dope ass restaurant I showed people if you follow me on Instagram stories with the waterfall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she uh, is the manager of one of those store locations, rat store, restaurant locations, the hen, what is it, hen of the woods? Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember that happened to her with her, with the waitresses, like someone was stealing. So then they started putting all the bags in her office because she's the manager. And mm-hmm. then she, you have to like swipe to get in. So, People, at least she thought people would be less inclined to steal. They still didn't give a fuck. From her office, number one, where you have to swipe to get in. So obviously there's a record, a detailed record of who has come in and out and people are still stealing. I'm like, that is nuts to me. That shit is common. It's sad. It's sad as fuck because you're in a place where your life depends on other people like leaving you good money. Because sometimes people will order a bunch of food and do a whole bunch of shit and they feel like you didn't do anything because you forgot one ketchup or one side and they won't leave you anything. So then I don't know what it is and and that person working that, you know, that morale starts to lower and people start to do bullshit. And bullshit can... Now for me, me and mine's over here, you know, I'm not saying that I've done some unsavory things, but I've done unsavory things against corporate if I have done unsavory things. (laughs) But not like your... Not not to people that I'm peer-to-peer, not even to management. Like, you know, y'all are here, and I know y'all don't want to fucking be here. I'm not trying to make your life harder. I've had managers look out because they'd be like, damn, your table fucked you up like that. And they would come, and they would help me out because they know at the end of the day, I'm a hardworking-ass nigga. So if the table fucked me over, it was something wrong with they ass and not me. So, but you expect her or him. Is it her or him? You know, Vanilla Ice did not disclose. I sound like Vanilla Ice I said her. It sounds like some stripper shit, and I don't know who, I don't know if it was security or parking that told you to check your bag or whatever, but... It was the person that got robbed the night before. Right, but all that shit sounded like a setup, because the person could have faked the robbery and then started a robbing spree and robbed her. You never know, or him. Them. Right. Who knows? All of it just sounds like a setup to me, but before you walk out of there, first of all, there's only but so many people on staff that night. There was a schedule made, this is- so you can determine it, you know, you can... Narrow it down that way and then find it. Or you can make like Asante said and just go on home. Shit. But it's not like somebody's going to speak up and be like, I stole Hey, man, it. I took your $40. Yeah, My bad. Like, like, no one is ever going to lose their whole job if they're out here stealing. Well, let me tell you, money that has been missing has turned up in restrooms or somebody's come up and be like, hey, I found this in the... in the." There was this room at the restaurant I worked at and it was I like the this. back dining room. And they'd be hey, I found your book in, in the Ted's room. And I'm like, you did not find that shit in there. Well, ain't nobody been in that bitch all night. You had this shit. <laughs> Maybe they should get... Oh, like a, one of those the slim wallets that you could keep in your back pocket or something? Um, Vanilla Ice. I don't know what's practical advice. Vanilla Ice, you said this is your last job and you're not a turn-up person. I mean, this is a job you don't care about and you're not a turn-up person. This might be awful advice to give you, but this might be the time for you to practice. You don't care about the job. You're Especially li- if you're on your way to New York. <laughs> you, you don't care about the job and you're leaving. And I'm not saying you need to go in there breaking dishes and being an asshole. And I think that you just need to, at some point, make it vocal and clear to all the people that are around that you know were on the shift around with you 
make it vocal and clear that the devil will come back and get that ass over them 40 fucking dollars. Like, you know, you took them $40 from me and you might not give that shit back, but somebody's going to get that shit back from your ass. (laughs) With that said, I'm taking my ass to New York and all you broke bitches can stay here and steal from each other and leave me the hell alone. That's it. That's my advice. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't got none. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like it's I'd, I've never been in that position where, like, coworkers are stealing, so I don't even know what to Just say. Just pray about Friend, it. Friend, you would be so shocked. I, of course. I, <laughs> I'll never That's forget the, the first time. Feeling. The first time, I'll never forget. And this is the reason I'm so, like, when I have my money with me, like, I know exactly how much I have, where it is. Like, I have a bank for change. Like, I kept all that shit separate. I'll never forget. One day, I left my apron in the bathroom. And by God's grace and mercy, my apron was still in the bathroom when I came back. Two nights later, someone told me that somebody stole money out that apron in the bathroom. And I was like, that could have been me. <laughs> and from there on out, I remember saying, I am never taking my apron into the bathroom. Like, I'm literally leaving my apron hidden somewhere. So if I forget that shit, at the very least, it's hidden somewhere forgotten by me because I lost it somewhere. Yeah, Not you because was someone covered. took that shit. You Hell was covered. Yeah. You was what? Covered. You was covered. Somebody had sent some up. All right. Well, that is it for that section. Now we're going to move to the Black Business of the Week. I hope I have not featured this business before, but I was playing cards the other night, and I had this really cool deck of cards. And I remembered that this young lady actually came to uh, my If I Were a Rapper show. But um, if you go to hercards.com, that's H-E-R-C-A-R-D-S, you can look at a really, really dope deck of cards. Um, This young lady took all of the prominent black females, or black women, I should say, and put them on cards. There's Harriet Tubman, Althea Gibson, uh, Mae Jemison, Billie Holiday, Nina Simone, and the list goes on. And, <laughs> and literally... That's so dope. Like, I'm, ta- I'm talking about... Hold on, let me see. Any reality stars on the list? Lanethia did not make it onto <laughs> into the deck. Um, Michelle Obama's an ace. Coretta Scott King is a king, obvi. Oh. <laughs> Rosa Parks is the queen. Madam C.J. Walker. <laughs> see... I, I'm I'm like I'm loving this. So, so yeah, her oh, cards. Oh, she did give us some, right? Yeah, at, at, if I were a rapper, showed love, and I think it's a black ass gift to give somebody a deck of cards anyway, because <laughs> niggas always want to play spades or pluck or something. So, t- for the blackest of occasions, get your friend a deck of some black ass beautiful women on these on her cards. What's the website? Hercards.com, and you can also go to theheritage.com to get to the site as well. But um, HerCards.com is where you're going to go to get your deck of cards. That's so popular. That are her cards. That's it for the Black Misses of the Week. And that is it for this week's episode. What a crazy ride we've been on. Do you guys have church announcements? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Dominican Republic applications are open. Activationtour.com. We'd love to see you. That stop is in October. That's it. Yes, thefriendzonelive.com for all your tickets. We're going to be in a city near you. New York, you're up first. And the rest are the best. Those tickets are going on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you go to the website on Wednesday or Thursday, it is not going to work unless you try to buy tickets to New York City. So look out Friday at 10 a.m. for the tickets to the other cities. Charlotte, Toronto. Where else are we going? We're going to Toronto Seattle. first, Seattle. New York first, Toronto, um, Seattle, Charlotte, D.C. Seattle, y'all better come out because there is weed in Seattle and it's legal. I am so excited to go back. <laughs> Remember, I want to live there. So any yes. chance I can get, any excuse 
I, can I can't get wait to, to go there. get some fresh air and plenty of exercise. Oh. Like they said, Sealy's kids was getting in Africa on um, the color purple. Fresh air, plenty of exercise. That's what I'm going to get in oh Seattle. I can't wait. So that's it for us this week. As always, we love you so much. Thank you for listening. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye, Bye y'all. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.